I that my experience with Nier so far has been to just turn on the game and cry. <laughs> just because of nostalgia or what? I like, just, the... It's a combination of like, okay, so like, I'll be <laughs> I'll be honest. It's like eighty percent the music. Yeah, the music's really good. I used to listen to the soundtrack all the time of the original one. I listened to the soundtrack you. for for like two years before I ever actually picked up the game. Oh, and wow. Then, well, probably one year before picking up the game and then another year before actually playing it. I don't remember. I I got the game really early. Like, I mean, not early, but I, I got it around the time that it came out. But I don't remember why. I don't remember what caused me to say, yeah, I'm going to buy this game. I don't I have no clue. Um, but I, I loved it. And then the music, the mm-hmm. I, I, I really love the the I don't even I have no idea what any of the songs are called, but it's one of the ones that plays early on. It's got a lot of vocals to it, but it's it's super epic. Like it, it definitely sounds like there's some there's some there's some heavy stuff going down. Um, and I want to say it's in the beginning of the soundtrack if 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 I was the the order of it on however it was on YouTube, which is of course useless to everyone listening to this. Um, I'm gonna guess just from random context that it might be Kine Salvation. Could be sure. It was it, you, there used to be a two or two and a half hour uh, rip of the soundtrack on on YouTube, which is probably gone now. But that was that was what I like to listen to. Is it like a battle theme or is it like a sad theme? Like a like a slower one. No, it's not slow. Let me see. Near soundtrack. Then I bet it's kind of escape. I'm going to send it to you and you tell me if it's this one. I think it's the one that plays at the beginning of the game when you're like loading it up. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let me just, let me hit me with it. See if it's that one. I don't think this one plays at the beginning, so it may not be the right one, but it's a good one regardless. Oh, it's not this one, but this one's good. <clears throat> yeah, I like this one. No, the one that I'm thinking of has like the like a lot of orchestral, like. <sighs> I, I, it's annoying to me that 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 companies feel the need to remove their songs from YouTube but not make them available to purchase. Yeah. So then they make it confusing because then it's just like a bunch of individual songs. Um, yeah. There's um. It's not. There is uh, the Replicant. Uh, so the soundtrack in Replicant is all remade. Right. Yes. I know that was some of the I heard that that was some of the I I, I don't want to say drama, but I heard that was some of the, the maybe complaints or something about the game that they were I annoyed guess that the music is different people, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it, to, to me, that sounds like people being like, God, that Super Mario galaxy music is far too epic why did they use an orchestra for it and you're like dude you got it you got to be shitting me (laughs) yeah no that that's kind of what it feels like to me it's like i mean it's the like i always make fun of the criticism that's like different thing different so different bad yeah and that's that's usually kind of what it feels like but i mean because sometimes genuinely the different thing is bad sometimes (laughs) right but a lot of times it's mostly your like your your you what you remember and you have a hard time parsing it out and being like no I can be subjective about this it's it's like how i feel about um i don't know it's it's a it's a different situation but it reminds me of like when people were complaining about the FF7 remake and Tifa's body shape 
And it's like, well, I mean, I'm sorry that's that by she... far That's by far the best complaint ever. Because you're like, holy crap, fans are totally psycho. Yeah. <laughs> by the and way, like, the song's oh, called I'm Snow sorry, Summer. Did you want her to carry around a couple of pyramids? <laughs> I mean, they were out of proportion even for... I would say even for most anime standards, unless that's mm-hmm. the unless that's what they're going for in that particular anime, Completely if you know what I mean. Completely out of control. Like there, there's there are some there is a few animes that I can think of. Actually, I don't know their names, but there, I I know that for I know a fact a few of their names <laughs> that 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 would be the look they're going for for a very different set of reasons. Whereas Tifa, I feel like was almost just a mistake. <laughs> It feels like Tifa's character design was that they maxed out sliders and then made new sliders on top of the old sliders it, and maxed it, those out as well. I feel like the Square Enix artists were like, hey, this isn't 3D. <laughs> this will be funny. Yeah, no, exactly. And then they were like, oh, shit, this is actually being pumped. Like, this is what we're, this is, we're done. And they're like, oh, okay. No, they absolutely <laughs> did it on purpose. Yeah, I know. I like and to pretend that they And there was just no one okay. in that office to be like, hey, wait, pump the brakes. <laughs> Hold like, on. Fine, make them, make them, make them balloons, but maybe not. Maybe Angular this balloons. Is, maybe this is a bit extreme, friends. Angled yeah, that... balloons. Very important that they're angled balloons. So the the near song though is is snow and summer. By the way. Oh, okay. okay. It is literally, I think, the first song of the of the OST. It sounds like it because that sounds like it describes the prologue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I just love that tune. It's it's super. It's kind of dark and sad, but mm-hmm. really... like the whole game. Well, yeah. I mean, what it's the game's sort of sad, but it's in the beginning. It's it's sort of happy too. Like the where well, you're just in town doing quests for people. That's true. It starts off being like a very like a very sort of quiet life. I I, I don't know like. It feels very, um, it feels kind of happy. It feels kind of like, yeah, we just have our quiet life in this sleepy little town and everyone's nice to us. And yeah, I mean, and... you actually forget that what, what the beginning of the game was as you're kind of doing mm-hmm. quests to like, you know, ride around on sheep. Yeah. It's... And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. There was something really scary happening at the beginning of this game. Let's go yeah. back to that. And then, then, then everything kind of starts. But there's a opening up. There's definitely this feeling of foreboding when you start because you have this sort of, you know. Oh, for sure. Well, that's even how the music town feels. Life. But then, like the 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 very first thing that Nier says is like, people say the world is dying, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, I haven't had a chance to watch you play that much, but I feel like it not being old man Nier somehow makes his attitude way sillier. <laughs> No, you know what? It makes him, it makes his, uh, his attitude feels different. Okay. Even though he's doing the same things and he's going through the same I guess the they did change motions, the dialogue. Yeah. But he, like, Baby Near has, like, he's got way more, like, chipper, like, naive anime protagonist energy. Ah, uh, okay. He, he's, he's got the, like... He's got that, we just gotta believe in ourselves, and we can do anything. His tears will fix the... Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll turn his, his... It's his sister in the, this version, right? Yes, his sister. It'll turn his sister... It'll, it'll make her healthy again if he just cries hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it definitely, like... So, I would say that, like, old man near has, like, tired father energy... Oh, for sure. He he totally he's kind of like 
anime version of what's what's that game that we played through that I didn't like but every critic loved? Knights. Uh, no, god damn it, no. Um, <laughs> we didn't play through it in the podcast. It was what we played like in person together a long time ago with with with. Leon. Oh, Last of Us. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. It 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 has. He had that kind of like the I'm I'm not 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 as defeated, but sort of that um just tired just, just rough tired yeah what like like life's hard <laughs> yeah he's just like he's just exhausted and he's just trying to get through another day yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing because of that i'm laughing because we saw even though i said i would stop talking about nights somehow you managed to bring it up like every single week and i can't it's, say anything and i want I to feel every like time it's a fun running gag at this point <laughs> and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna let us live it down <laughs> oh god oh man <sighs> i uh yeah, yeah so like joel from last <laughs> yes of us, yes yeah a little bit like that like i don't know joel is not a good person and no. Nier is a good person. True, Nier true. has like yeah, I guess it's not really energy. fair. He, that's basically just saying that that's like him because he's tired. That's yeah. stupid. He's just kind of tired. He's disillusioned. <laughs> he's he's kind of numb to everything. But he's actually still, <laughs> when it comes down to it, he's still running around picking up sticks as f for a request. So he can't be that like. <laughs> well, like, even 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 though the story has him being really sad and stuff, he's still kind of like, yeah, okay, I'll go pick flowers for this old lady. Yeah, it like he's not mean <laughs> to anybody. He's no. very he's very flat and kind of matter of fact about everything. Yeah, but he is like <laughs> he is actually a mem like a valuable member of his community. Like mm -hmm. he cares about the people around him. He cares about you know helping people and. It's actually like one of my favorite bits in Nier is the uh, the dialogue between Nier and Vice. Every time you pick up a side quest, every time you agree to help anybody with anything, sometimes some of it's on the main quest. Every single time Vice is like, why are we doing this? <laughs> what? Like, aren't we? He's like, we have to I, save I the said world. it in the last stream. Vice, every time you pick up a side quest, is the voice of the main story. Yeah, right, right. He's the voice of the main quest, literally in your ear, saying, like, aren't we supposed to be doing more important shit right now? Yeah, he's the guy screaming at you in Yakuza. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's like, um, you know, if somebody's really in, if somebody's in serious danger right now, maybe just stop uh, serving drinks at the cabaret club. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like... Because Vice is like, he's above it all, right? He he thinks he's too good for everything. Right, yeah. So he's always like, ugh. Can't, I don't understand why you keep sullying yourself with such mundane tasks. Yeah. And Nier's just like, it's good to help people. <laughs> we all have Nier. to get through this together. Yeah, I mean, he really is good guy, Nier. But like, but adult Nier says, that, says this in a very like... I know they're also it's so weird because they're ultimately saying the same thing, but the energy that comes off of it is completely well, different. It should be. That's that's the that's a sign of a, a, a good voice actor and, and mm. be good writing for that voice actor, because otherwise, if, if it's if it felt the same, you'd kind of be like, hmm, this is this feels wrong. Like it definitely is just a palette swap then. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's really good that they that they kind of captured that that feeling that you're talking about. Like, adult Nier comes off as, like, there's a wisdom mm -hmm. to him. 
there's a wisdom in like you know yeah like he's been around he understands the importance yeah he's like you know it's you gotta you gotta you gotta step up to help people when you can because you never know when you're gonna need it to come back around Mm -hmm. you know that kind of that kind of you know we we're just we're helping out because this is the right thing to do versus like what a, versus what a nice way to look at life versus replicants uh you know baby anime protagonist near who's like oh come on it'll be fun <laughs> you don't gotta ba- don't make such a big deal out of advice it's no big yeah. deal yeah it's just you know it, it they're doing the same things and they're and they're you know they're in the same place but it just feels completely different mm-hmm and I do miss adult Nier's voice actor, but this is, you know. Yeah, it's... I always, I told you before that when I make characters, I, I tend to end up making like the big, like the big gruff dude. Like when I mm. play like a game, but I have the option to do that. Or I'll make some dumb like little old lady or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's always hilarious in, in like a dragon's dogma where you have, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the 300 year old grandma grappling yeah. on the side of a monster. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I'm I'm definitely prone to enjoying Papa Near compared to uh uh, uh brother Near. Yeah. Like just that that would be my if I had the option I would go with that every time. But I like Near a lot, so it would be hard for me to uh <laughs> It's uh if you will, oh Near Chan. <laughs> there, I did it. You did it. You did it. It wasn't even it's not even like we planned it, it just happened. I just thought of it just now because I've called I in the stream I called him a couple of times I called him like Nichon near yeah and then I just yeah. slapped it together and I was like oh that works actually it works it's it's like oh, Nichon it works in in the weebiest of weeb ways yep I'm gonna make that a thing <laughs> and put it out on Twitter and be like I just realized that we can call him Onirchan that one's free well, you're going to make somebody's day while you make some while you annoy someone else to no end. It'll yep, be excellent. I will lose five followers. The best, the best tweet. <laughs> but anyway, that game's great. The remake, uh, the remake <laughs> features are really good. I will I say, I understand. Pe- I think most people about the music are complaining mm-hmm. mostly about like they want the original. Um... So the criticism that I heard was basically people want the original soundtrack to be available that you can kind of like switch it in or like switch it in or out. And it's not, it's only the new soundtrack, but I really, really like the new soundtrack. So I, I understand people are I saying mean, like, because it is orchestrated and because they changed some of the instrumentation, some of it is a bit softer and more subdued. And I kind of get that, but I mean, I mean, just I, play the old game or listen to the soundtrack. I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. I, I'm I, I don't really, care. I'm like, not really that, bothered. To me, those are those complaints where it's like, I really like this game, but I have to have something to talk about on social media. That That's what that feels like to me. Like, I don't know. I don't. It, it's the. The game is not the exact same game. No, <laughs> this is on no, purpose. It's not. This it's is not. this is literally on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing how it's not the exact same game because I've heard there's extra content. And it's oh, not clear to cool. me. It's not clear to me whether it is like extra story. Con- what I want it to be is extra content that ties near and near automata together. Because oh, yeah, that doesn't not- really that that's kind of all left up in the air. I believe they did some 
<laughs> some tying of the stories together through the Final Fantasy fourteen raid because I when I was I playing through Automata, correct? Yes, I, yeah, I was looking into it and I was like, oh, okay, they they did uh, bridge this gap and try to pull everything together. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's that's fun. I like I like that. <laughs> they were like, yeah, let's make a raid for Final Fantasy fourteen already random, and then they're like, let's make real canon for the near mm-hmm. like world yep. inside of an MMO that a huge majority of the people won't ever see, but that we don't care. <laughs> Yokotaro has Tetsuya Nomura energy in terms of how he ties his plot lines together. Yeah. Like it's it's very Kingdom Heartsy. Because <laughs> there are as... there are character details tied into like Japan only like stage plays and and like and like light novels and stuff like like materials that really contextualize who someone is or what their or what their whole character deal is that are nowhere close to the games and this is just kind of that yeah it's 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 sort of weird but also awesome it's i mean it's almost like an arg in a way yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. Where sure, you have sure. to just like you have search to seek out all the... of the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fine, like, and it's it's not as bad as Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom Hearts the if you don't put in the work to seek out all of these different thread lines in all of these other games, in all these other in all you know on whatever platforms they landed on and all these like time splits and convergent timelines and different versions of characters and characters that are named the same thing as other characters, but they're different characters because they're copies, but not like, and if you don't put in the work to really like to really uncover all of that, the main plot line of the game is completely incomprehensible. I mean, and even when you know everything that's going on, the main plot line is still mm, yep. Shaky at best. Like, so near, um, near does this in a more understandable way. Well, near also has totally contained stories. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, you, you don't ever have to know anything else that's going on in the right. other worlds, and you'll be fine. Now, if you love that sort of thread that pulls everything together, mm-hmm. then it's there. So, in a way, it's actually the kind of the coolest way of doing it because it's it's it makes people that are big fans bigger fans because they're like holy crap this is this is so insane i never like this is, yeah i, I love, never knew I this, this about them right right where and then if you're just a person that liked a video game you're like that's cool whatever like yeah. it doesn't make a difference to you which in some ways is way <laughs> i mean <laughs> i i think every storytelling idea is better than the way that they tell kingdom hearts but that's another podcast entirely yes yes i is. actually like kingdom hearts and i, I do fun too but it's the games, it's method but... of storytelling is completely nonsensical yeah, and and they really missed a lot of opportunities to do yes, cool things. Yes, they did. Um, and yeah, yeah, like you can just play near, and you can just play near Automata, and you can be presented with a very very good self-contained story that begins and ends and has an emotional impact on you. Well, and, and if I hadn't played near and I had just played Automata, I probably would have liked Automata more. But because I had played and loved near, I was kind of like, yeah, I feel like I've so some of the major story beats I sort of felt coming in, yeah, in I Automata, and I was like, oh, well, and maybe 
So again, that's only if you play near to completion in that you do like all four endings. Yes. So if you don't do that, then maybe the story beats and automata aren't are 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 super fresh too. So it's it's right. kind of one of those weird situations where yeah, I, I had fun with Automata, but it didn't do anything. Like, it has no real lasting memory for me just because it, that Nier holds that place for me already. Mm -hmm. uh, so it just yeah, kind of talks like about what you were saying, where you could play one or the other, mm -hmm. and you'll you'll have a you'll have a good time no matter which you play. Um, yeah, I had it doesn't someone. Really matter. I had uh, I had one of my friends on Twitter actually. Um, he's kind of an IRL friend, but he asked me on Twitter, um, <laughs> which. Uh, which game to start with now that you have like original near and you have replicant and then you have automata and it's like, okay, so what is the actual order? Like, which game do you play? And I was like, I hesitated. Cause I'm like, well, replicant is just an upgraded remake of the original. Mm -hmm. So I can't think of any reason to play the original, but then Except I'm like, pop a near. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, cause it, like you're going to get the same story just told from a slightly different perspective, but not well, even really with... that much different. 10 year older graphics and controls and all that right, kind of right. stuff. Cause the, you said that the game's smoother now, right? Yes. The control upgrade is significant. It feels a lot better to play much. That's much, substantial. Much I mean, that really is, that's a, that that can, I don't. So <laughs> the controls in near must've just been really whatever. Cause I don't actually remember. They were very, how the whatever. game. I don't remember how the game played at all. Not, terribly Other well that it was it was, a, it was, it was very sort of. like ps2 ps3 action game right <laughs> yeah not like god of war action game like you know more like dante's inferno action game like completely average oh, dante's inferno you know <laughs> i played through that game because I, I i like i mean i just enjoy sort of those kinds of games. So my friends and I played through it kind of as a joke because we remember all the developer interviews. Oh yeah. And they were the, the whole best thing. Oh yeah. But the best one was I got 500 gigabytes of like <laughs> of poop and human insides on my computer. You don't think that's dirt you're standing on in that scene. Do you? And I was like, this guy's actually saying this as if it's supposed to be impressive or, <laughs> or like make me excited to play the game. But he just said he has 500 gigabytes of crap pictures on his computer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell is that this marketing? Whole, the whole lead up to that game was <laughs> like was so full funny. edge. Oh my God. Well, that it was, right was around the... vintage edge. <laughs> yeah, that was vintage. Because that, that was even before the, your mom hates this game or whatever ad they had for Dead Space and stuff. So that was, that was around that time where, because EA did both of them, right? Didn't they publish? I don't know. I, they definitely did do Dead Space because they then later killed Dead Space. I don't know about Dante's Inferno. I'll look up. I don't know. I'm kind of curious now. I feel like it's a similar marketing campaign style. Oh, I searched Dante's Inferno, and obviously yep. the video game wasn't the first thing that came up. <laughs> yeah, I had to make sure to put in a game. Yeah, it was EA. Mm -hmm. It felt very much like an EA marketing scheme of the yep. of the late two of the late. You remember like, when they were at? You remember when they were at E3 and they told they had a whole uh, they had a whole marketing campaign. Where they were like, "Hey, come up and hang out with our booth, babes, and we want to see your we want to see your pictures of the acts of lust, oh, that you perform with the booth, <laughs> babes." No, I and don't. They were like, this. "Okay, maybe don't encourage people to sexually harass your your booth girls." Are you are you serious? Yeah, they had to walk it back and be like, "No, we just mean like take pictures with them." 
We're gonna have we're gonna have pretty girls at the booth. Just take pictures with the, the but they had to dress it up as acts of lust, and it's like no. No, you're telling people to go up and grope women at your booth. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't, I'm very happy. I don't remember that. I mean, I've, I've, elect- I wish I could I, forget. Yay! I don't know what else to say about that. But anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, indeed. I was, I was, I was asked which game to start with, <laughs> and I, I hesitated because I was like, I think the correct answer is Replicant now, right? Because it, it yeah. is basically the Kiwami <laughs> yeah. to original Nier. Like, don't play original Yakuza. Play Yakuza Kiwami. It does. It goes through the same story, but upgrades. Everything. Oh, God, though, does it? I mean, I mean, it does. But you lose out on the English voice acting, which I guess you could, you know. Nah, I'd say, yeah, you just in have it's, in its own way. You, the only thing you'd have to ask yourself is, are you OK with so original Nier is anime, obviously. But near replicant is very anime, right? It's it's like the difference between Solid Snake and 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 uh uh, uh Raiden in terms yeah, of yeah. and I mean PS2 Raiden, I mean uh, Metal yeah. Gear Solid 2 Raiden, not not the badass Raiden that he did on purpose because now you can't play as him anymore and everyone complained about it. Right, haha. Um, <laughs> you all made fun of him, but now he's a cyborg ninja badass. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even need arms. <laughs> oh. But so yeah, it's I mean, that would yes. be the only thing. That's it. Otherwise, 100 percent play the new one because it's better in every way. I think that like the change in main characters is like, do I prefer Papa Nier? Yes, especially since he's got that. He's got that really deep, smooth, buttery, Kiryu like voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's got a really good voice. Yep. Um, And <laughs> Replicant, you know, Brother Nier has he does well. But like it's Aww, definitely it's a different energy. <laughs> yeah, I get it. There's 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 a lot less authority. I am looking forward to the second half of the game to see how that because uh, there's a there's a character shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like a change in the character, but like it's the same character, but the character is different. Yeah, some things happen. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that transformation plays out, but. But aside from that, like, yes, I do prefer the I do prefer older near definitely, but not so much that I would say turn your back on the the upgraded graphics, the vastly upgraded gameplay, the uh, the new music, the, you know, just everything. And the really cool for those of you that don't know your your Steam profile updates. Yeah while 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 playing because when you first started up i was like hey that's cool there's like a notation under your name and at first i thought you put it there there's like no i've never seen dean put anything on his like his steam status or whatever and no, it kept changing I do not yeah, pay like, attention oh, that's to that sick. at all that's so cool so i thought it's that was practically really neat. telling the entire game story through my status i mean it's it's actually a live journal uh mm-hmm. game story update <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's it's written from the perspective of near himself yeah, that's why I mean, like a live journal. It's like literally yeah, it's the like kid his being live like, "Yes, yeah. oh yeah, cool. yeah, yeah." Not not like someone watching it's live journal. Yeah, I yeah, see what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's no, very neat, it. and I would not. I'm glad that I have people in the in the stream chat who are actually watching and keeping track of it. Yeah, because that's the sort of thing where I expect Yoko Taro to hide something. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's it's it's. I was excited because I I was I was actually really glad that someone in chat t- kind of took over 
<laughs> writing down all the, the, the updates because I wasn't Thank paying you, attention Ram. to them. Yeah, <laughs> because I noticed it and wrote the first one down and he was like, yeah, I saw that too. And like, oh man, that's, and then it just, it's, it's, it, and you, you said right away that it felt like something that that's where they would hide stuff. And mm -hmm, I had mm -hmm. the exact same feeling just yep. based on how he, he likes to do, especially, <laughs> especially when you get to the end, like the yep. last endings, I really want to know what those say mm -hmm. then. That's actually what I'm looking forward to the most. Although he does use a, uh, he does use a, there's a liberal use of spoiler in brackets. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of the, like, even even in the early <laughs> game so far, there's been a lot. There was one, there was one uh, status that was, like, maybe 12 to 15 wor words long, mm -hmm. and four of them were spoiler in all caps and brackets. <laughs> so it's like, found the spoiler in spoiler. Gotta no, go to spoiler no. and give them the spoiler. <laughs> I actually like that a lot. I that's do really, too. That's really dumb and perfect. But I feel like that's going to intensify as we get closer to the end. Yes. Yeah, it has if to. Because if there's spoiler tagging stuff in the first five hours of the game, like, yeah. how do you even talk about anything that happens in the last half? <laughs> yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. I I I had to be talked out of just canceling everything else that I'm doing right now and just like making it all near all the time because I just like I was on I mean, the it's fence. Like a, it's like a 40 hour plus game if you do everything. I so you, you got a lot like of time more than that. But then, you know, I, I don't my my skew is wrong because I was also going for full achievements. And there's this part where you're in actually you I think you did the dungeon the other day it's it's one of the it's the the robot dungeon where you um like the the factory yeah yeah so there's a there's a couple items you have to grind in there if you're trying to get 100 percent completion this is of course for the old version of the game which right right i'm going to guess is usually they change things like that that's stupid because mm -hmm. it was like a drop that only dropped there and if you missed it blah 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 yeah so my yeah, my yeah. playtime was highly skewed in terms of getting 100 percent completion so i just kind of took what i did and halved it <laughs> So I actually have no idea how long the game should be. So it's hard to, uh, it's hard to say for sure. Yeah. Because it like how long to beat, like it always has the categories of like main story, then main plus extras, then completionist. And it's oh, like near, near is a game that you literally can't use that for. Cause there right. are plenty of people that probably think they beat the game when they didn't, when they were like halfway. I'm going to assume <laughs> main story is. I'm going to assume that main story is like one, like ending A, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then main plus extras is like ending A plus side quests. Yeah. And then completionist would be all endings. Yeah. Completionist has to be all endings, but it could also be all achievements. So it's kind of weird. So, so let me just give you the spread because main story is 20 hours. Main yeah, plus right. extras is 35 completionist is 68 yeah yeah i guess that seems probably fair it's like so like what exactly does that mean to everyone what right is, no what, yeah what is what is the difference between main plus extras and completionist is like main plus extras the additional endings or is that one ending with some extra sidetracking yeah i don't know i don't either but like, 
Regardless, I'm going to say we're probably going to be up towards that 70 hour mark. And considering it's me, I'm playing on stream. I've spent at least one hour combined so far just standing still listening to music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised by this. Um, And, you know, I take time to talk about things, to explain things, welcome new people in. So, like, it's always a it's always a slower it's always a slower playthrough of everything. So I don't know. Like, and, and that's to say, this is the original game. This is to say nothing of the, uh, is to say nothing of the, of the, whatever new content is in. So I'm looking at probably in the range of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's there. There's it's, it's a lot to do. <laughs> There, there is a lot to do in this game. There is, there is, and it. I, I would argue it's all. I mean, it's not all important, but it's all worth it. I mean, if you like the game, you like the game, and you should mm-hmm. do everything. That's kind of how I feel about it. It's, I was it's, just like there's a one of the first, one of the first side quests you get is just this freaking depressing story of the old man in the village who's like. Oh, my dog hasn't come home. Can you go find my dog? And you're like, oh, cool, dog rescue. And you find the dog in spoilers, but spoilers for like the first five or six hours of the game. The dog's dead. He's just he's just dead out in the field. And you have it's to already fight. the worst game ever made now. It's because not only can you not pet the dogs, you find a dead one. Yep. And he's like, I'm really worried about my I'm really worried about my max. He hasn't, he hasn't come home yet. He's usually home by now. I'm really worried about him. Can you go see, can you go try to find him? He went out to the, he went out to the plains. That was not an accident to make that like the starting quest. Cause usually the starting quest is collect like five apples. Well, like you get those two. There's one that's just like, Hey, Oh, I know. I know. But I mean, it's, it, there's almost never a, a, a side quest. That's, that's also, Hey, by the way, my, my dead dog is out there. Can you help me find it? Yeah. Well, it's like he doesn't know that it's he doesn't know it's right. dead. That's He's true. Like, it makes it even oh, worse. Just, can you go find my dog and bring him home? And you go out there and you find him, and it's just this this just this dead dog laying <laughs> laying on the on the shoreline, and you beat all the shades around him, and he's like, oh, he's got something in his mouth. Jesus what does he what does he have in his mouth? And it's like, oh, it's herbs. Tears. It's 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 like it's some herbs, and it's like, well, let's bring these back to the old man, and then you go back. And you're like, and you run into the guy's son and he's like, oh yeah, you're looking for my grandfather. Yeah. He died. He didn't have (laughs) his heart medicine. That's right. Oh, that's That's right. There's his heart medicine. And it's like, oh, so this quest is about the old man with the heart condition sent you like sent you out to find his loving, loyal dog who died trying to get his master, his heart medication. And because he didn't come back with the heart medication, the the old man also died. Yeah, the 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 real quest here is what the hell's wrong with this his his grandson. <laughs> why why was the dog getting the medicine? I mean, that's the real that's that's the real I hadn't question. Thought about that. <laughs> I really I hadn't I hadn't considered that. <laughs> what what a what a punk. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, that's like one of the least depressing things that's gonna happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was about to say this is this is the happy quest that you find. 
I mean, some of them are just fun. And like Yogotaro does a good job in, in, in <laughs> almost in an almost Yakuza like sense. He does a really good job of mixing in some really sad, heavy, depressing topics mm-hmm. with some wacky woohoo, you know, shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a good mix of both. But like this game is heavy and it's heavier when I'm not going to talk about his. I think I talked to you like after the stream, maybe about um, like what he actually wrote near about. Yes. Um, I hope it wasn't on stream because that may have spoiled it for some people. But uh, now I don't remember. I don't either. It's probably fine. I won't talk about I won't. At the very least, I won't it wasn't talk about on it stream. It might have been <laughs> in the podcast last time. That's what I'm thinking. It's It may have been in last week's podcast. If so, and I spoiled you on it, uh, apologies. Oops. Uh, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Big oops. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to go into more detail on it as we get closer to the point where, um, where it's relevant. Because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be lost on people. It, I think it's really important. And I'd like the first time I heard that and I was I was sort of like recontextualizing the game through that lens. It blew me the hell away in a in in a way that most video games have not been able to do. It's one of those things that like completely recontextualizes what a video game story can be. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's always. I was going to say exciting, but that's not the word I want. It's kind of just. um it sort of lights that fire of 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 excitement i guess it is sort of exciting but it's kind of like that's what that's what sparks that that the the like the long lasting feelings that you'll have for yeah. with this game forever right it's kind maybe of maybe inspiring yeah inspiring that's the little word i'm looking for yeah it is it's it's a it's because it just reminds you that oh yeah i i games can 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 just be fun and dumb but they can also be um they they can also have a really powerful message or a really strong uh like idea behind wh- mm-hmm. whatever whatever it is that they're going for yeah yeah games are art near yeah. is art <sighs> i think so so i watched the uh speaking of things that are definitely art i i watched the the new mortal Kombat movie <laughs> okay that is that is not art <laughs> I I've heard a variety of things, but I think the I, I think the thing that I have heard most often about the new Mortal Kombat movie is it's terrible. I love it. It's for me. It was just whatever. It it didn't have enough. It didn't have enough. Like okay, so they they tried to make it serious in some parts, but then really dumb in other parts, and I think that usually doesn't work. Like you either have mm. to embrace the fact that you have to have to embrace the fact that it's going to be a stupid movie. Like so the the ninety five. Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. No one yep. went into that movie expecting a story other than, hey, these people get summoned to a tournament. Now we have to fight, right? And that's exactly what they delivered on. Right. And all the dumb, cheesy lines fit because it's a dumb, cheesy mm-hmm. B mm-hmm. movie that that's what you're going for. In this movie, you have like really serious, like they're trying to be very serious. And then someone like cuts someone in half and then says flawless victory just randomly. Yeah, You're kind of like, yeah, I get the reference, but it's stupid because it doesn't fit with anything else and then you're not sure because then some things are so cheesy it just i i don't know it was it was awkward because it builds up to these fight scenes but i just gotta say this okay go ahead go ahead if someone cuts someone else in half 
and they said flawless victory. I need to know in that fight during in that choreography, do they take a punch or any other sort of damage or is it an actual flawless victory? Like, is I it completely think one-sided that, and he just kills him instantly? I think it was pretty one-sided, that one part, because, like, it's like a harpy-looking thing. I actually don't know if it's a Mortal Kombat character or not, because I don't know enough about newer Mortal Kombat There's characters. There's a lot of new ones, yeah. Um, And and uh, Kung Lao jumps jumps on her back, throws his hat into the sand, and then it does, like, you know, the, the, the table saw mm-hmm. thing where it spins, and then he cuts it in half, and he hops yeah, yeah, off, yeah. and then says, Flawless Victory, and then he gets, like, punched in the face afterwards by somebody else, and you're kind of like, this is dumb. Um, But not okay. dumb in a good way. I'm all for dumb. I, I like dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dumb has a place. It just, it just felt like it felt like they were trying to make a proper story out of Mortal Kombat, and it, it's just super unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, they also made this is not spoilers because it's the beginning of the the movie. I don't, I don't really think actually care if cares. it is, but <laughs> yeah. you know, but the listeners the, uh, might. So. Right, exactly. So that's that's why I'm saying it's not. Don't don't worry. But they they make Sub Zero the bad guy. And Scorpion the good guy. And I don't really care about either of them particularly, but I always like Sub-Zero more. So I was already kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Sub-Zero's the good guy in my world. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Or at least not explicitly the bad guy. Like Scorpion and Sub-Zero are friends. Yeah, this one, they're definitely not that. I feel Uh, like, I feel like the, like Ed Boon specifically Mm-hmm. And the and you know the people behind Mortal Kombat. I feel like they think that Scorpion is basically like the Ryu of their series. Really? Okay. I mean, I never like, thought I, about it like that. I I don't like. I always pictured I always pictured Liu Kang to be that. I kind of did too, because they did got kill the him. Ryu look. <laughs> they they did literally kill him, and he was like a zombie in one of the Mortal Kombat. That's I think the most recent one. Yeah. And then he came back. And he's like came evil back undead as regular. Liu Kang. Yeah, then he's like normal Liu Kang also. But I, they they sort of did that with Ryu. Wasn't there a bad Ryu at one point? There is an evil Ryu, yes. Yeah. There's a, I think there's a whole storyline where he's like, his he's sort of like the, the other side of the coin from like Akuma, and they've got the Satsui no Hado, and it's like <laughs> yeah. the, he's got to control his like killing intent, and if he lets his, his violent tendency overtake him, then he just becomes evil Ryu. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like that was like a whole storyline in a in an earlier game. That sounds is reasonable the right word. <laughs> it sounds like a fighting game story is what it sounds yeah. like. Well, but see that's that's what I wanted from the movie. I just wanted something really silly. Yeah. I didn't actually care how it was held together. What I what I really was hoping to see was more fighting, but the fights were so they had have this this whole build up to them fighting and honest to god the fight scenes at the end of the movie like each one hero fights one bad guy in a mm-hmm. place and it takes like maybe 15 seconds to get rid of the, the, the fight. And then it's over. I'm like, what the hell? How, I heard. How is, it's I, so I, weird. I watched a review of the movie or okay. listened to rather on a, on a pod. It's yeah. They recorded on video, but you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, that might work out if they're not trying to play a video game also. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they were, they were doing sort of like a, a review of the, uh, of the movie and the I heard them say like okay this is a this is a turn your brain off movie this is a dumb fun action movie where you just go in you're like look for the cool stuff yes and that's all you do and what he said is like here's the but there's problem not even that much cool stuff here's the problem with that 
is if you if your objective is turn your brain off, don't expect the plot to make sense. Don't look for any sort of connective tissue. This is just a special effects, cool Mortal Kombat stuff movie, which is what I wanted. That's right. exactly what I was hoping for. If that's what you're walking and looking for, then one of the biggest things you're looking for is fight choreography. Yeah. And the fight choreography is garbage. Oh, it's so bad. It's actually, I'm not kidding. When the movie ended, I was like, man, I'd like to watch the the, the original movie again because those have more mm. fun fight scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's that feels like a big miss to me. Like, if you are making a fighting game movie, yeah and the fights look bad what why why does this movie exist yeah that's 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 what it boils down to is it's like yeah well i'm glad it was free that's all i can say because I, I didn't see it in the theater i watched it on hbo max mm-hmm. um so i i don't i'm not it, it was it's okay it's really weird to watch a movie totally for free at like 10 in the morning on a friday and and be and uh have zero i actually had low 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 expectations i didn't i didn't go into it expecting it to be good at all mm-hmm. and to still kind of uh end the movie end and be sort of like yeah that was kind of boring <laughs> like yeah that's like that is that's not sad. the word you want associated with that like right, you can have dumb you can have nonsense but like oh, oh i would have been is, all for that yeah. boring yeah exactly the the last thing you wanted when you when you finish a Mortal Kombat movie is that was boring. Like, it's fine. Yeah, that makes no sense. This is impossible. This is stupid. Like, all of those would have been, yeah, that's that's okay. I'm into it. But but boring was like, yeah, I don't know. I almost wish I had done something else than watch this movie. And it was 10 in the morning on Friday for free while yeah, we're eating uh, breakfast. <laughs> like, I mean, so, so it's not like it was prime time doing anything else. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I uh, my my brother in law um, wanted to go and see it in the theater, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if we're gonna be I, Jesse and I are both now past our uh, our inoculation dates. Oh yeah, yeah. So we are we're COVID proof now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yep, that's how that works. I mean, mostly, primarily, mo- you know, <laughs> to <laughs> the extent fatally. that we're able to be. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, mine was Monday and hers was Tuesday. And we were both like, I don't know if we're going to be, you know, I don't know if we're going to be ready for theaters yet. So he ended up watching it on HBO Max. And like the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, so it seems to me that the one big reason for watching the movie is for the like brutal fatalities and stuff. Dude, they're not that good. It it is an R-rated it is an R-rated movies, which means they can actually do the fatalities, which is something they weren't really able to do in the earlier movie. But like, I'm squeamish about like gore for the sake of gore, so that would actually be like a negative for me. Okay, I don't even think that they're that gory. Like, okay, c- compared to the fatalities in the newest game, they're 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 like a PG-13 version of the newest Mortal Kombat fatalities. I mean, some of those fatalities are really brutal. So that's what I'm saying is that, but the but the the the. What's the grossest fatality you see in the movie? There's one where I think she like someone blasts somebody in the stomach and then they show like they show it from behind. So you're looking through a perfectly cut person except the spine's intact. Like it's it's sort mm. of it's like kind of yucky, but not really because yeah. it's it it looks fake 
and it's i mean i don't mean that like i want it to look real i'm not a freak i just <laughs> i, I just, just mean it doesn't yeah it it, it just it, doesn't you're not like impressed by it. like right, oh my right, god right. i didn't i didn't get like that feeling of oh that's yucky yeah <laughs> um they're obsessed yeah, with more putting like, things oh, in that's people's a special eyes. effect right yeah like four like three different people die from getting something put in their eyeball and you're sort of like this is just it's silly like it becomes silly when the same thing happens over and over again mm-hmm um, and I was reading something, they're like, oh, we were so close to getting an NC-17 rating. You really have to, to you have to tread that line carefully. I'm like, there's no way that this movie was anywhere near that rating. It's yeah. impossible. <laughs> this is like, like you're not salt, even like, at Final Destination, guys. Right, yeah, you know, you're not, you know, that's true. You're not even, you're not even at a Final Destination level of, like, gore here. And, and then that's... movies like Saw and stuff exist and those don't have yep. those kinds of ratings. Yep. So there's no way that this movie was anywhere near anything above. They they, they probably had to ask them to make it an R rating. <laughs> there yeah. It's you know what it, you know what it usually is for that just for marketing sake. Like a lot of time this is actually something they'll do with movies is they'll put in and they'll put in a couple of scenes that are like way over the line. Oh, sure, sure. Like, yeah, like, like <laughs> way obviously like, no, you absolutely cannot. There's yeah. no way. It's like not even the same actors or anything anymore. Yeah. It's just some, it's just some random scene they threw in the middle of the yeah. film. So they have to be like, oh, well, if you keep that in there. Yeah. So they do that to basically desensitize the audience to the rest of the stuff. And then it's like, yeah. OK, yeah. That like the MPAA people are like, yeah, no, that scene's no good. That scene's no good. You got to take those out. The rest mm -hmm. of them, by comparison, are okay, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's like, cool. We never expected those to end up in the movie anyway. We were going to cut them. We just presented them to you so that you would see the rest of it and be like, okay, these are acceptable by by comparison because they're not yeah. as extreme as this other crazy thing, <laughs> right? I've actually heard of a couple of fun. Uh, there's a couple of fun uh, instances that I've heard of of scenes that were actually like supposed to be like they were put in the movie for that purpose. And then the MPAA people were like, no, that's good. You can keep that. And they were like, what? <laughs> so what, do, I, can you think of any off the top of your head? Or I think there was one. I didn't see the movie, but I, there was one a while ago that I want to say has like Seth Rogen and a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of other uh comedians in oh, that, was like, that circle was it that animated movie uh i don't know if it's animated it's i think it's called this is the end oh this is the end okay yeah 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 so I there's like oh yeah a, that's an old movie that yep i remember that yeah it was a while ago um there yeah so there's a scene towards the end because it's all about like this apocalypse or rapture or something yeah, yep. And, like, there's remembered. a scene at the end where a giant, like, devil demon comes up and just starts destroying things with his huge penis. Yeah, that's I. That's that's what I was kind of remembering. Yep, that wasn't, that was the thing where they were like, well, there's no way they're going to allow this. And they're like, yeah, we don't care, it's the devil. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and he's not doing sexual things with it. Right. So it's, so it's okay, because that's, that, that would, that's where you'd cross the line. <laughs> yeah, of course. Or if it was a human or something like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah it was it was one of those things where they were like, all right, we're going to plop this in there and then they'll let the other stuff go because we'll because the concession will be like, OK, we'll take this in. scene out. <laughs> and it's like we were going to cut this anyway. But, you know, we'll mm -hmm. just we'll present it to them as like this is part of the movie. 
And then they'll be like, no, that's too much. Because the whole thing is they're going to find like the two or three most extreme scenes. Right. And be like, okay, these are over the line. And then the rest aren't as bad. Yeah, because then they can release that. Then they can have the unrated version. Right, of course. Later and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. too. You know, it's funny when you when you look back at ratings because um, The Exorcist was originally, it was, that was like right when the, or not The Exorcist, excuse me, the, uh, uh, shoot. I'm, I, oh, God. I'm, what's, what's the? The Shining? No, 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 no. It's, it's the movie where the things come out of the TV. Oh, my God. I can't. Thank you, Poltergeist. When that movie was coming out, that was or like the, the early, Ring. No, no, it was the Poltergeist because it okay. was when it was the early days of the, um, the rating system. And I believe Spielberg directed that movie. Uh, or it was somebody, let me look it up. But it was, it was somebody famous who had a little bit of pull mm-hmm. that was like, hey, let's get this movie in as a, uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg. He's okay. like, this movie needs to get a PG rating. <laughs> and they're like, okay. okay. <laughs> so they gave it a PG rating because he had enough pull to kind of make that happen. That sounds right. <laughs> and, and people were like, uh. <laughs> and I think they ended up with it being something like, I think that's where they came up with PG-13 because it should, they're like, it shouldn't be R, but PG might have been, you know, I don't know if it's uh, Bambi-esque here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's the, the rating systems, there's, there's early on, there's some funny politics involved with how, uh, how those go down. And now it's, it's, it, they're politics, but sometimes it's a little different where it's, like you were saying, they put something extreme in it because then they can be like, they wouldn't even let this in theaters. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's, oh, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, like, I worked like... at a, I worked at a movie store for like a year or so. Okay. And it was, it was the height of, well, it was, it was at the tail end of VHS because we still had VHS tapes, but it was also, mm-hmm. it was like 2005. Okay. Yeah. So that's sort of, that's like DVD. Yep. I mean, DVDs were a really big thing at that D- point. DVDs 2005 were, for sure. They were the mainstay. Yeah. DVDs were the standard at that time. And that was also around the time that we started getting a lot of like unrated edition. Too hot uh, for theaters. Yes. Yeah. Like that yeah. was the heyday yep. of that. Yep. And I I remember I remember looking at it and I was like, this is because like this is weird that they're able to do this, but I guess the MPAA only rates things for theaters and yep. it, they were already doing like bonus features and stuff. You know, it's like, oh, this is the extended edition or the extended cut because we've got extra space on the disc. So we're just going to plop down. a bunch Yeah, here's of like an interview. Here's a right. Yeah. There's the director's commentary track and the uh, here's all the blooper. Here's the blooper reel. Here's the deleted scenes, you know, just mm-hmm. like extra content. Like, did you already see it in the movie? Here's more stuff. Yeah, and it's it's you know, what's really interesting is how so, sometimes you watch a th- the theatrical cut versus the director's cut and you're kind of like man i can't believe they cut that one particular scene out like this mm-hmm. one scene seemed like it had a lot of value and other times you're like holy god thank thank the heavens there's an editor or somebody out there <laughs> to tell them that no we don't need 30 minutes of people staring in a direction there's <laughs> a reason why there's a there's an academy award for uh for best editing I mean, they I never announce like... it. It's always like it's always like one of the ones they do pre-show. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, that's a thing. <laughs> the editors, the editors are so important. Just just ask the 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 uh, Star Wars one, two and three movies. I mean, 
Like an editor would have made those movies so much better if if there wasn't somebody that basically could do what they want with them because mm-hmm. they're not they're not really bad movies. They just definitely needed somebody to be like, no, this needs to go, or yeah. like, let's change this, right? You can cut um, an you could cut a half hour out of this movie and it will be the same movie. Yeah, you but know, there's less there's wasted a, time. There's a really strange movie um, where where the different cuts completely changed how the movie feels. It was it's mm. uh, called Payback. It's a Mel Gibson movie. Um, regardless of how you feel about Mel Gibson, he he is yeah. he is a very he is a he's an excellent storyteller, <laughs> and he he really does know how to tell it like make a movie, even if he's totally psychotic. Yes, I think South Park nailed that extremely well. When did you ever see that episode by chance? I've seen like five episodes of South Park ever. Okay, well, there's one where they're they're trying. I don't even remember the actual reason behind it, but they're they're trying to stop something from happening and they're asking these different and it's something to do with like being invaded by something or whatever oh, and they're yeah. asking different directors and people to help them and they ask michael bay and michael bay is like yeah and he just keeps making explosion noise and like you're you're not helping at all this is horrible and he's just like yeah but then like and then and then but then they get mel gibson in there and he's like crazy like he's in his underwear and he's like just like yelling and screaming but he has really great vision of how to tell the story and they're like wow my, he's insane but he's great at he is good at telling a, a a cohesive story anyways there's this movie payback where there's one cut of it that's totally different then there's a the theatrical cut which is the one we got obviously and that's when mel gibson he he really wanted to change the way that it was told so he had usually voiceovers i consider pretty lazy but it sort of changed the whole tone of the story and they kind of made it like a max Payne story where they have like this kind of you know beleaguered uh, kind of asshole, gruff guy, uh, anti-hero type person sort of telling the story of everything that's happening and then you play as that person also. And it's it makes this it makes the movie way more entertaining when you when you when you think about it like that and then you see the other cut, which is a way more uh, I don't know how to explain it. like even the music's bubblier and like light and more friendly sounding, even though it's this movie about you know really horrible murdering and 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 torture well not torture too much there's just one scene that's uncomfortable but <laughs> just, uh just let's just some some mild casual torture yeah, just a little bit of but it's on it's on an anti-hero so you don't feel as bad but it still feels uncomfortable <laughs> but uh it's 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 kind of cool how editing can can completely alter uh the film because it, it's more or less the same movie but there's but it's totally totally different like more or less the same film like footage i mean um, yeah 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 so yeah, editing editing is editing is important. It's it's kind of like how music can change. I mean, as you were talking about how you know you you boot up near and music puts mm-hmm. all of these these feelings into your um into you and you're just wow, this is incredible. And if the music yeah. was different, you wouldn't have had that feeling, right? Like right, it would right, be right. it would be completely gone. Yeah, uh-huh. it does the the music does a lot of the emotional lifting mm-hmm. in that game in general. And like and that's saying something because it's also extremely well written. In, yeah, no, it in is in a lot of ways, but like the music really, really sells it. Like, because yeah. like I'm getting hit with the music, and it's just it's just bringing me feelings, and nothing has happened yet. I I will be honest with you. I've been listening to the near soundtrack the whole time we've been talking in the background. Excellent, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> you just like I sent you it's the one song, on the, and you started, on. you you looked up the one, and then you were just like letting them all play on loop. Yeah, yep. The, this person has them all listed, and instead of it being in one giant soundtrack, it's just in his playlist of like seventy-eight pieces of music from uh, from near and near Gestalt, I suppose. Right, that's the one mm-hmm. that we got. 
but it's both replicant orga shulk because it's the same music originally yep it sure is and yeah after it's, snow and it's summer it's 99 the same game right right i've compared uh replicant and gestalt to basically like pokemon red and blue but <laughs> yeah it's that like, seems fair but like i think red and blue are actually more different because <laughs> yeah, there's i was about to gameplay differences that's that was my that was my hold up for a second when you said i was kind of like well I think I actually think red and blue might have. <laughs> yeah, they more. have more that's different. Yeah. It's more like it's more like in the beginning of the game, you're picking whether to whether to play as as like Ash or Gary. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, not really. That, that's Adam. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And then like you just like and then the game plays out exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. but like but it doesn't no, it's but a the different names name. are changed <laughs> yeah. but you find all the same pokemon in every area and everything else is the same yeah it's it's such a minor difference and yet and yet we have a preference totally i yeah i mean pokemon blue all the way it's uh it i don't know if this is like official but it's uh it's suggested that the only the whole reason why there are different protagonists for the two different versions of the game is because Yoko Taro's basically taken the piss mm-hmm. out of the entire like marketing thing and being like, let's make two versions of the game just to prove that this care, like the, the version with this character will sell better in Japan and the version with this character will sell better in the West. Yeah. I heard that as well. It wasn't, wasn't in Japan. Wasn't Gestalt only on the 360. Oh, were they were they be. both on were they both on PS3? I, I actually know. don't remember, but I I for some reason I have that memory in my head, but I could have totally made that up. That makes sense to me. I mean, because I don't 360 would have been the the I, edgy American console, <laughs> right? That nobody bought. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm actually curious. I should I should have well, I didn't know we were going to talk about Nier. I was about to say I should have looked it up. I, oh yeah, I forgot we're actually here to talk about something other than this. That's well, yeah, true. <laughs> I did want to talk about Nier though cuz I I I've been playing it and it's just I'm having I'm having feels about it. I hope so, my 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 biggest wish is that I I can get people along for like the long haul who see enough of the game to get it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yes. The thing yeah. with the, the thing with a stream with a long story driven game is if people if people miss like one stream, you miss so much context. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, you know, I hope that at least a few people stick with it for the for the long haul and can make it to enough of the streams where like once once the bombs start landing, the emotional bombs start landing in the second half of the game, it hits. I mean, yeah, I th- it's, you know, I, I know the whole point of playing a game on stream is to experience the whole game with people and all that. But the there's a part of me that's like, man, ending D, experiencing that the first time when you get to it and you're kind of like, you're what? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's that's- just not something that it's it's not something that anyone else uh I would say it's actually just taboo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I I think that's I think that's fair. It's something that pretty much everyone that's ever played a game will be like, "Man, that's a that's a shit decision to make." <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but for not the reasons that you're probably thinking about. 
which makes yeah. it so cool. Well, I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you don't know what we're talking about. So yeah, and that's not like some edgy, like, <laughs> you know, we we know the story and you don't think, or like you could never think of it. It's like no, no, no. Trust me, it's it, it's not quite. It's 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 like it's not a normal thing that. for a video game to do, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's putting it lightly. I think that's fair. And it's not something that any other medium could do. No, no. Which is and one in fact, thing that only... I really like about Yoko Taro and the way he tells stories is that he is telling video game stories using the video game medium in a way that only video games can. Right. Well, that's sort of why I loved Metal Gear Solid, the first the first mm. Metal Gear Solid, because there are those moments in the game where he's doing stuff with story that's only possible in a video game, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, look on the back of the box, and you're like, what are you talking about? And then you mean, he literally means the jewel case that the game came in. You're like, holy yeah, crap, that's yeah, so yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Or like reading your memory card and all that kind of stuff. Hey, guess the controller... what? That, that whole like check the back of the package thing is freaking impossible if you rent the game. and it's It sure in, is. It's in a uh, a like blockbuster replacement case dude dude suck on that star tropics <laughs> right <laughs> it's it's almost it's almost a more evil version of the star tropics fun because it's, it's about it, the same yeah yeah it's, it's i'd say it's it's basically the same thing on the it just feels almost worse because it doesn't even I think the Star Tropics one kind of mentioned the thing in the in in the box or whatever. Like, doesn't it at some yes. point say you should do the thing with that that came with the game? Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, you're never going. You you may never ever figure that out. Yeah. Because literally, yeah. I figured out the Metal Gear Solid thing with my friend because we were frustrated and set the the game controller down and the jewel case slid off the footstool that I had and I was like, oh whoops! And I went to pick it up and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's awesome. And so it, it it actually happened completely by That's accident. That's cool that that happened like totally organically. Yeah, and, I and, had and, to look it up because I didn't know what it was talking about, and I couldn't have done it because it that information wasn't there. Right, like it's, I did, was physically not in possession of that information. So that I'm was going like to one guess of my earlier like look that up on the internet things. <laughs> that's, I'm going to guess that's what we were getting ready to do. Is we were frustrated setting the controller down, and we were going to go look it up, but then the case slid off. We're like, hey, let's let's try this, and that was one of those moments that will stick with me forever because it was just. Ah, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it's, it's it's I don't know that using the 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 benefit of the video game medium as storytelling device doesn't happen nearly enough as it should. Yeah, because they did it with Undertale. Also, they yeah. he yeah they did <laughs> in singular. Um, I mean, yeah, Toby, Toby Fox and, and to a very very. <laughs> To to a, a lesser degree, Temmy. Oh, I guess that's true. There there was I mean, but and, I, I don't and who know. knows if he talked ideas behind with other people. I, I guess it's yeah. It's it's always a collective thing. But still, Undertale did that cool part where if you like, it saves data of of your of of your what you've done previously, and yep. like Flowey will get mad at you and be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I know you did this before. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you're not as tricky as you think." Blah blah blah. Yep. Um. But yeah, yeah, I think all the, I like, all the I like meta that. stuff where like it saves your game, but then it also saves like metadata of like what you've done previously yeah, outside of your actual save game. Yeah. Yeah. in a totally different spot, too. So you can't just delete it easily. Yep. So you just throw it back in your face. I love that. It's it's really I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I wish more games took advantage of, I do of that part of games, because otherwise, if, if you're just watching a movie, sometimes you're sort of like, well this is fine, but I could just watch a movie. (laughs) 
maybe not for you because I know you're you're not a movie person, but for me, I would there are there are plenty of times where I'm playing a game and be like, yeah, the gameplay is okay, but I'd be happy just knowing what happens next for the for the story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, that's it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like we're about done. Well, we could move on to the actual. I haven't introduced the podcast. I forgot. It's too late now. Let it go. Yep, it's fine. <laughs> Retro breakdown. Yeah, now, now a word from our sponsors. All right, so I don't think in the first half of the podcast we actually once nope. mentioned the game that we're actually talking about. And nope. we kind of slapdash <laughs> this thing together. We did. It's true. Because I was like absurdly busy last week and this week I'm out of town for half the week. So so we just had to find something that we could do quick. And, yeah, and I've never played this game for more than a few minutes. Uh, I have played it through probably half a dozen times, maybe more than that. Um, I'm very familiar with it. I'm a very big fan of it. And as it turns out, the series. Wait, we should. OK, hold on. We're talking about River City Ransom. Yeah, I was going to say, I was I was leading up to the introduction. Okay, because I just realized we were just talking about how we hadn't introduced it, it, and then we just kept referring to it as it. Yeah. Yeah, so River City Ransom, NES, um, a game in the, in Techno, in Technos Japan's Kunio-kun series, which is a confusing mess of all sorts of games that just yeah, happen there's like to have a dude more. In, in them called Kunio. Yeah, and I believe River City Ransom is the first time that the two characters are like teaming up as opposed to being rivals or something, right? I that sounds correct. Good I'm old actually not sure. Alex and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Which, um. yeah, you know. <laughs> they weren't going to put out a game with main characters Kunio and Ricky. <laughs> in like what 88 Ricky might have been okay like i i was thinking about this earlier because i was thinking about talking about this okay. just thinking about discussing this game with you and i'm like ricky like r-a-k-i r-i-k-i r-r yeah i think it's right right yeah yeah r-i-k-i yeah <laughs> so like you can't anglicize that as rick oh true rick works as a you know it fits in four letters. It starts with R. It's basically like it's it's, I mean, almost, it's almost the, the same. same name. Yeah. Like Ricky is just a, a just a nickname for Rick. Like why? Why? Like why? Why Ryan? <laughs> uh, the, yeah, no, because 80s that's localization. It. That's why. That's why. The same reason why you beat up punks in the street and they say barf. God, are they just supposed to be saying like oof or something? I don't know. But like just, barf is like just yelling barf. barf <laughs> is the it, like it is a meme that is so important to the series that all of the games in that series that have come out since just continue to do that. <laughs> I would like to know if that if it was only in the u.s version of the game and then like you know they they saw it at at uh at at technos and we're like um that's wrong but hilarious <laughs> yeah it's it's weird and i think it's one of the things that everyone remembers from the game it's, it's just one of those it, it's it's one of those um i'm trying to think of like a good a 
good like example a good comparison to that of like hey this is the one dumb line that everyone remembers from this oh like you spoonie bard yeah yeah yeah, like a spoonie bard kind of thing i mean i think more people remember that than the actual game i don't remember anything about final fantasy 4 except for you spoonie bard (laughs) and do you remember you get five characters in your party oh yeah there's that those those are the only two things that ever stuck out for me for i mean like aside i I, like i remember a decent amount of the game because i've played it a couple times but if if you were to say Final Fantasy IV, my first thought would be probably Spoonie Bard. I I don't think I ever finished it. A four. It's such a short Final Fantasy. That's surprising. Like I played quite a bit of it. I know I played like close to the end, but like I don't think I ever actually beat the final boss. Or I it's did, cool. and it had so little impact on me that my brain just erased it. You go to the moon. Do you remember that? maybe it has really silly moon music oh yeah it's not good no it's like the lunar theme i don't remember what it's called but it sounds really silly um anyway river city ransom um i am very very familiar with this game i played river city girls a few weeks uh, a few a couple years back um when it came out which is basically just like kind of the same style but redone and it's got like the actually it's got like the the girlfriends that you're supposed to rescue in river city ransom are the main characters and it's all like it's all like swapped it's like oh we gotta go we gotta go rescue kunio and ricky when we when we play double dragon isn't isn't the girlfriend from that in river city girls also yes she's like occupy the same universe yeah because there's a there's a there's a double dragon kunio kun actually i think the game's on sale now right now at, at on the switch um where it's where it's like the three or four double dragon games and then like 10 games that were never released in america mm-hmm. yeah there's a localized. bunch yeah i didn't realize there was that there was a when, like the kunio kun group or like the that that world is there there's a lot of games for the the famicom there so there's a ton of games that came out in that series because they also did a bunch of like spin-off sports games Yes. So yes, like correct. super. So like super dodgeball. Oh, dodgeball. Yep. Is is a Technos Japan game? Uh, Crash in the Boys. I don't know that one. Um, a lot of people know Crash in the Boys because it's referenced in Scott Pilgrim. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. I've I've not. I, I saw the movie once, but I never and I don't think that. I've ever actually played that game. Might be something to look into at some point. But yeah. Like that is a that's a Technos Japan game that like but every Technos Japan game that is in the Kunio Kun series or franchise. Yeah. Just came out with different branding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like in Japan, it's all like, you know, Kunio Kun plays dodgeball. Kunio Kun (laughs) does street racing. Kunio Kun beats up a bunch of punks. Crash in the boys. I'm looking it up now because I was curious. That is some fancy box art in America. Holy crap. I haven't actually seen it. Oh, good God. Hold on. I will help you out. It is. <laughs> it's what you'd expect from oh yeah 90s. no that's that's about right yep <laughs> it looks like like a bad cartoon like almost like cabbage patch kids that came to life or something i don't know that this makes me think of mick kids <laughs> yeah yeah but like you know in a in a more 90s punk kind of way man crashing the boys is such a cool name <laughs> it really is right I like I like I've never actually played it, but like and I don't know if it's actually any good. But I, I, you know, I dig the naming. 
but it's again like a bunch of these games came out in the u.s and just had their own separate branding because they didn't you know because they can't tie it together as the kunio kun games like that's in the 80s like no one no one's gonna respond to that well not only that but for whatever, for whatever reason it seems like companies <laughs> they thought they had to treat the american audience with games like there are some crazy like like we're, we're just completely distanced from yeah from them entirely so there's no reason to even try making them connected and i i never knew it was quite as silly as it could be until we played the uh um the, what's the brawler we played that was horrendous that i played through twice yeah peacekeepers and and that whole storyline that was one of those moments of wow <laughs> localization's even weirder than i thought mm-hmm <laughs> It sure is. But this, I, so, so Crash in the, well, is, it's not Technos Japan, though, that made River City Girls, right? It's just in the same universe. Okay, so Technos Japan doesn't technically exist anymore. That's what I thought. That's what I'm saying. Arc I thought they System were kind of done. now owns the entire Technos Japan catalog. Oh, you know, and, I think we talked about this when we yeah. talked about Double Dragon. That's right. Yes, the the ownership rights of all of the Technos Japan properties because their licensing was freaking out of control and they had no rules. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's um, why there's Double really Dragon. It was really confusing for a while. And at one point, there was like five different people that had claimed to Double Dragon, but none of mm-hmm. them actually knew if they legally had it. So no one made a game. <laughs> and then there were a couple games came out and then like they were just like, oh, OK, but then no one paid attention. And it was weird. So a couple mm-hmm. years ago, like Arxis tracked down whoever the hell owns Double Dragon and Kunio Kun and that whole all the whole Technos Japan library. And we're just like, OK, OK, here is some money. Ours. OK, our our properties now. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. now it is actually like now, now we can say for sure consistently Arc System Works owns Double Dragon and Kunio Kun and all related properties. So they can just make games, and that's really good because River City Girls was freaking great. Yeah, well, I'm looking at now, apparently Arc System actually, they're the ones that made Double Dragon on the Sega Master System. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I I didn't know Arc System was even doing stuff back then. Yeah, the, 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 that was... I'm looking at their games now. Maybe Rolling Thunder would be one that I've mm. heard of, but definitely, definitely Double Dragon. Oh, they did Ghosts and Ghouls for the Sega Master System also. Also. Also oh. interesting. Okay, so they've been cool. kind of... They, that's interesting that they that they had... That they had... Uh, that they were kind of into the Double Dragon series back then, and now they're... Now they... Now it's theirs. Yeah, that's actually really cool. I did not know that. Yeah. I like oh. that. Thanks, Internet. Yeah, the internet's a cool place sometimes. It's it, well, at least Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we're because uh, wait, hold on, way forward doesn't doesn't way didn't way forward make River City Girls or were they just like the producers? Yes, yes, in conjunction with our like it's it's like way forward is the developer, Arxis is the publisher. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's, that's what I thought. I mean, you, they you made, like Way Forward, right? made they do Double Dragon Neon 2, which is the best Double Dragon game. Ah, all right. So they like they've worked with it before, but like the ownership rights were always really weird and difficult to track down. It's like who like who do we have to talk to to make a Double Dragon game? 
<laughs> and now like that's actually that that is now actually like centralized and we have a, a consistent like okay this is who owns this so we can make stuff now all right and yeah it's cool because well, because i'm looking sort of forward important. to like a new river city girls game but we uh i i would say we digress but i think this is more progress i think so um we're still talking about river city Sort of. I, I think the I think the franchise in general is just an interesting story just because yeah. of how freaking many games there are and how few of them we've ever actually seen. Well, I think it's I, I don't know. It's it's interesting that so with the branding, the idea of having a mascot for your games was apparently a pretty big deal in Japan to sell mm. stuff. Right. Yeah. So so they, they kind of stuck with that with this with this series from the beginning where they're like, okay, here's, here's the thing. Let's all put underneath it. Cause I mean, like that, that became more important as people recognize the names, right? Like final fantasy, technically final fantasy could all be called different things. Like right. they wouldn't have to be called final fantasy, but why would you shoot yourself in the foot? Right. As, right. That would just be dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense that, that, that they're all kind of staying together. And, and so I played river city ransom at, Kyle's house. I think he had it on the NES. I remember playing it a long, 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 long time ago, mm-hmm. and I thought it was cool. But we didn't play it for very long, and that was it. That was pretty much the only time I ever played the game. Uh, I know they remade it for the Game Boy Advance. Yes, um, but I did not play that at all. Did you play that one? I did not. And there's also a there's also a sequel called oh, really? uh, River City Underground, which I believe. Yeah, but did Natsume for, have something to do with that? Although I. I'm, I'm, I don't trust anything that Natsume has their name on anymore, which is sad, but no, well, I don't, I don't think so. Um, so I actually have a, I wouldn't call it necessarily like a personal connection per se, but, okay. um, when I played river city girls on, um, on stream. Yes. Um, Bannon Rudis came into the stream and Bannon Rudis is like, was the director of River City Girls and has done a bunch of other River City stuff. And I think he was also on River City Underground. Okay, okay. So, so I think maybe, a lot maybe of Natsume the more was just recent, the publisher then. Yeah, I think a lot of the more recent um, River City games have actually been Western developed. Ah, interesting. That, that's actually really interesting when you think about the history of the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and these games are, are extremely important to Nintendo's history. Like, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo proper. Yeah. Because Riki, Kunio, and I think a couple other characters are in Smash Brothers. Um, As spirits, in, in I think, Ultimate. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, this is, they're not, this is not just kind of like, a, oh, cool, they made a bunch of games on the Nintendo. That's great. Like, no, these, these were a, a significant part of the the famicom's mm-hmm. like legacy uh yeah and, I, and if i've always like, thought of river city ransom as being like one of those games that everyone remembers from the nes but not everyone necessarily remembers the name of it sure sure like oh, and, that and was most me people... for a long time is like man i really like i really want to find that game what was the name of that game where you like punch and kick dudes and then you go into a town and then you eat and the eating gives you stats and you can like buy stuff. It was really cool. I don't I mean, this is an action RPG. This is your, this river city ransom is not a brawler in the strictest of senses. It's definitely like an action RPG in my, like, I don't know. 
I'm on the, the Wikipedia page and it it puts it the genres are beat 'em up action role playing open world. Yeah, it it's true. Which can, is wild to think of it as an open world game, but actually it it totally is. You totally can just wander freely. Yeah, I mean the map's not that big. No. But you can and and you but you still have to look for stuff. Mhm. Well, and by stuff I mean people to punch in the face. Well, yeah. <laughs> it but is two player also. Also, two shops player. and items and stuff. There's there's actually a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah, it's it's so Lachisi and I tried playing it two player, and mm. I think I would have been if I was playing it even maybe even ten years ago or more. I don't know, or if I was just in the mood to play a game where I where I was ready to deal with NES slowdown. Um, yeah. But we were both kind of like, yeah, this is a little rough to play two players. <laughs> with, yeah, with the you can't really turn the the friendly fire off. I don't think. Well, that and. Uh, and it does like, you know, it can only do so much. So it does the the the, the classic NES kind of chug, right? Where everything mm. just sort of slows down a bunch. Yeah. Um But it's there and for for NES for the NES era, it's really quite impressive actually how smooth the game is. Uh to, to, to have two people running around and punching the crap out of stuff. And leveling up and doing all that stuff too, right? Like because the 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 reason part of the reason I think it's really impressive is the, the password system mm-hmm. in that anytime you do something significant, your password changes and you can go in there and then write down that password. And then you can load that up the next time you play Mind you, it's an obnoxious password system because it's like 32 digits long or something. Yeah. It's, uh, it's absurd, which I did find out is different in Japan. In Japan, the passwords are set up like a haiku where it's five, seven, five. And I guess that has something to do with how it's coded because just recently, like fun, three actually. years <laughs> Yeah. So just recently, like three or four years ago, uh, a new passcode that had never been discovered before was discovered. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, basically I don't know what I think Emshin is the guy that programmed the game. So the password is Emshin Technos Japan. And in the English version, you have to have a whole bunch of spaces like blank spaces, which is no other password is set up that way. And if there's ever spaces, it's usually just considered a faulty password, but that's partially because of how the password is set up in Japan, where that would be the exact right number of letters for each line. Right. Uh, and that password makes you super duper strong, like gives all of your stats maximum. And it gives you some sort of hidden stat that makes it so you punch way faster than you should. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And it changes your name to Shin. <laughs> which <laughs> Great. Yeah. So that's, that, that's kind of cool. I like that. I, like I think he lot. was the programmer. I want to say at least that's what they. It might have been like a uh, a pseudonym or whatever, because you know that nobody used their real name in in Japan like in the eighties and the nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eighty eighty nine. It looks like is when this came out. April. Yeah, this was eighty. Yes, yeah. Wow, actually, I think it came out in America in the nineties. Yeah. But for how old the game is, it's surprising. I mean, I, it's the end of the Famicom, so it's I, I realize the end of life console games are usually uh, fantastic compared to the beginning. Yep. But yep. this this is this is if you are if you're comfortable playing an NES game, which you should be if you're picking this up, but you still have to yeah, be in sure. the mood for it. Uh, you probably should be if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> honestly, true, true. Uh, this this is a good game. I I really really like. I, I think it's probably obvious because I've already said that I played through this like a half a dozen times or more. And I, as you know, I don't really do that very often with games. Yeah, only if it's like 80 hour uh, near games. 
I mean, yeah, and cro- I say that, and like literally the three active games on my channel right now are games that I've all played before. Yeah, I know that's why I'm Terranigma, Crosscode, and Near are all games that I played before. But you know what? I have reasons for all of them. Terranigma, I haven't played in a long time, and people need to see that on stream because it's great. And then Crosscode has DLC, but it's story DLC, and I forgot the story, so I'm just refreshing myself. <laughs> and then near is a remake so that counts yeah it's not like i'm playing it's not like i'm playing them all like just raw re, just a raw replay for no reason yeah, you're, you're not some i'm weirdo justified playing, okay <laughs> you're not some weirdo playing final fantasy 7 for the like ninth time <laughs> i mean i've never done that i guess i'm also playing through final fantasy 6 right now but technically jesse is and i'm just watching you're just watching and giving bad advice. Sometimes you're just watching. <laughs> I was about to say, sometimes you're just watching at the expense of Jesse. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my, my advice has been better in, in the later episodes, but I'm still yes. like, my memory is still full of holes. <laughs> I just like, there's sometimes where something bad happens. You're like, Oh, I should have told you that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to stay hands off as much as possible without wasting too much of her time. You know, there's yeah, some things where it's like, if you mess this up here, you're going to either be locked out of something important or you're going to like, you're, it's just going to require you to like start over and, and waste like the last half hour of your gameplay. And that sucks. So I'm going to try to keep you from doing that. Yeah. But also yeah. let you make mistakes where, you know, where it's, applicable well and sometimes those mistakes are what make make a game as, as long as it's not uh you know like a ton of lost time or something super frustrating sometimes the mistakes are sort of what you hmm. remember later right yeah yeah like absolutely. they're kind of like oh god remember you got stuck in this place then you found this thing right yep. i don't know those those can be those can be sort of enjoyable moments as long as it doesn't feel annoying i distinctly remember getting stuck on ultros because i didn't understand the row system <laughs> oh, and, I, yeah, and yeah. I had to have a friend actually show me like oh yeah if you're getting one shot every time that's because you need to pull them into the back row it literally halves the incoming damage i'm like oh yeah that would help that's good <laughs> you're just sitting there punishing bannon hoping to god orange he doesn't kill him <laughs> that's literally what it was yeah <laughs> but anyway yeah. none of these are what we're supposed to be talking about how did no. tell me about your experience with river city ransom because i i could talk about it and all the times that I played it and all the different circumstances. But like, how did you how did you feel going like, how did you feel about the the flow of the game? So the reason I was kind of prefacing the 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 it's a good game part is that you need to really be in the mood to play an old mm. game. Yeah. And it's because it's 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 really good, but it's it's kind of slow. Yes. And I don't mean slow the the action is not slow, but in, the progression is pretty slow because yes. you have to fight a lot of dudes to get money to buff up your stats, mm-hmm. and that can take a lot of time. Yeah, it's um, grindy. And so, actually, the 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 only reason I know about that the the history of the password system is because I was kind of curious if there was any like cool busted game game breaking passwords. And after playing the game for like maybe an hour and a half or so, um, I was like, you know. I sort of just want to see what the rest of the what what the what the rest of the bosses look like, and I put in the cheat code because I just kind of wanted to get to the end because we were going to be sure. recording the podcast and stuff. Sure. And 
It's not like I gave you more than like four days to play it. <laughs> well, and so the, the, I actually, I think this is a, again, one of those situations where if I gave myself the time to just play the game, I would, I would have very good memories of this game. It would have, it's, it's, it's awesome. I love, I actually like grinding in games. Like I like playing old RPGs and all that yeah. stuff. So the grinding in games is fun as long as you are having fun with the game. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of cool to try out all the different foods and see what they do. Um, and, and, and like taking, I mean, I didn't take notes, but it would have been kind of cool to take notes and see how much your different stat, your stats changed after eating certain types of foods and all. Oh that yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I, I actually have like, I actually remember some of the, uh, some of the like go-to foods that I would go for, for the, yeah. for the stat boost that I want. Um, like the sauna. D- tell me you use the sauna. Oh, of course. Yeah, dude. There's a little eight, 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 uh, eight bit butt hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. And, and he's like, oh, you're just so stressed. This makes me fully relaxed. Yeah, yeah. that was that was great. Yeah. So that <laughs> it does. That does like the best job of uh, recovering your health and your willpower, which mm-hmm. is what lets you sometimes get up after basically like taking a fatal blow and you yep. like you get up and you breathe heavy a couple times. You have like two pips of health left. And you like you run away. <laughs> yep, because you don't want to lose that cash. Just run. Yeah, exactly. Please God. So like that's really good for that. Um, the the steak shop is really good for upping your like attack power. Heck yeah, you have to. You got to You got to You got to indulge in some steak. Yeah. The second I saw steak, I was like, okay, well this has to be the best the best store to to, to do anything at. Just given just given Japan's love affair with steak products in, in any kind of shonen type setting. Yep. <laughs> I'm a man. So I love meat. Yes. Yeah. The more meat, the better, especially if it's like, if you can see the bone sticking out of the, the meat chunk. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, if it's like the big monster, the big monster hunter, like barbecue roast on the bone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I think the uh, oh yeah. Also, did you um? I, actually, can you explain? How, I don't quite understand. I I mean, I got like you could buy the the skills and you could read yes. the books and yes. stuff. Uh, but I I did what you didn't, and I didn't look at the manual, so I didn't quite understand what each one like what they did entirely. They are all essentially special moves. Okay. And you have to essentially equip them and they take up an inventory slot while you have right, them yeah. equipped. Yeah, okay. So, um they all do different stuff. Um most so, of them just give you like a rapid attack, but you have to use the right attack. Okay, that's 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 what I kind of that's sort of what I figured out was that like there was I don't remember what it's called now, but there was one that made me swing the stick really fast. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what that one's called either, but yeah, there is so but it, I like it does one. the it does the cadence of like yes right um so there are earlier books in one of the first towns that give you uh moves called stone hands and dragon feet okay yep yep yeah I know those ones yeah yeah stone hands and dragon feet do the same thing but for regular punches and kicks okay that's 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 what I had pieced together but I wasn't sure if I was missing something or if there was something more to it so I, that's why I wanted to uh. That's why I was and you. and Acro Circus uh, Acro Circus gives you a um, 
it gives you like a big spinning jump attack. Yeah. So like when you when you run and jump, you just like turn into a ball and then you're yeah. just like and then you yeah. are just like a ball of damage. Yeah, it was awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's basically the screw attack. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly <laughs> like a screw attack. You're just you're just you're just CMS all of a sudden. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And there's probably a couple more, but I mostly just know Stone Hands and Dragon Feet, because once you have those, you basically beat the game. <laughs> yeah well because right then then that's that's it because it's it's there's it's an action rpg but there aren't levels you're just grinding you're basically grinding money to eat snacks yeah that which the snacks then give you stats and mm-hmm. then you want to also use money to buy those techniques we were just talking about depending yep. on which one you want uh, or how which ones you want i guess yeah um but so it was the what was fun for me when I was playing it was just like I was just punching things, walking along, and mm-hmm, then all like of a sudden do. a boss showed up, and I was like, "Oh, oh, cool!" So this is how bosses appear yep, after you yep. kill all of the the enemies on a screen. Specifically, I, there are there are specific screens where bosses will appear, and you have to trigger them. Some of them you have to trigger by beating certain bosses, and only yes. some of them are required. Oh, really? Yeah, there's only like. There's only like probably 80% of the bosses that appear that are actually required. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It's, um, there's, um, so there's two dudes that show up outside the sauna, right? I think they're called Benny and Clyde. Yeah, Benny and Clyde. Yeah, you don't have to fight I them. Beat th- I beat them up earlier. Yes. Yeah, next to the bridge, right? Yes, yep. Yeah, so you can fight them there and you can fight them in front of the, in front of the, um, the sauna. Neither of them are required. My the favorite thing I discovered was <laughs> so so when, when you fight them in front of the sauna, I just ran past them because I was just moving forward. I was like, oh wait, they're there. So I went back a screen, and they they still give their little speech where they kind of like talk at the bottom of the screen yeah, and they yeah. don't move, but you can move. Mm-hmm. While they were talking, I just whacked up and started beating them. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and they just keep talking for a bit, and you just beat on them. Yep. Until they're like until they're you know they're, I was they're like okay they're we've, we've now triggered our our attack phase. Yeah. We will finish our monologue. Damn it. <laughs> it just it felt so I know it was more of a limitation of the NES or the programming than anything else, but it felt so anime that they're like getting beat up but they're like still just finishing their monologue like we don't care. We yep. need to finish what we were saying, dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so those aren't necessary. Uh when you get to the school and you get in the you get in the front door and the um the gym dude. Yeah. The, yep. the guy, the guy in the gym who's like, Hey, no dirty sneakers on my gym floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could just skip him. <laughs> really? Yeah. You could just, Oh, you, you just go upstairs. Yeah. You just go upstairs. He doesn't stop you. And by go upstairs, I mean, climb up some stuff and get on top of the basketball hoop. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> you totally know, normal platforming. Some of the platforming felt kind of awkward. Where it, it is awkward. It's vi- the platform. Most of the platforming is very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not yeah, alone. That's then. not just you. Because I was like, man, this feels this feels rough. Where were you? I was jumping to, you know, just like the the part that I'm thinking about specifically was the warehouse climbing those boxes. Mm-hmm. There is like that's bad because you <laughs> yeah. always, you jump into it and like if you're up against it. Then you kind of like jump into it and then you kind of bounce backwards. Yeah, you bounce backwards and the ledge is so small you just fall off. Yes. Yep. Yeah, no, it's you don't take any you take no damage. It it there's no time limit, so it's not tragic, but it's just it's just you take no damage unless you actually sprint into a wall. True. 
you can die doing that. <laughs> yes, you can. Leticia died that way. And we were like, what happened? <laughs> and it's like, I ran into a wall and then I broke my nose and died. We thought she like stepped on something, but then we were like, no. Um, cause I rewound time. Cause like, I don't understand what happened mm. there. Like how, what killed you? And then we realized it was cause she like ran into a pole. I was like, man, that's, <laughs> that's it's, stupid and awesome. It's kind of hilarious. Oh no, it's, it's definitely you imagine it like in context, you're just running down the street and you just like face plant <laughs> into a pole and you're like, no, I'm out. I got it. I got it. I got to go. So you, you double tap the button to run and then you just can let go of it and you'll just, you'll just sprint. Oh until yeah. You get you to a go. next screen or if you run into a pit <laughs> where you fight benny and and clyde mm-hmm. there's like you can jump into the river by accident and i was like yes. oh i didn't realize that i would just run face first into my death you sure do it does not <laughs> so, it really does not stop you from running off of any cliff <laughs> so i i appreciated that but i also i also 100 percent rewound the clock yeah no sure <laughs> definitely I was, I'm not losing my money to that. Yeah, which, no, which, especially since the 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 punishment for dying is essentially having to play more. Right, yeah. Yeah, which, that's true. It's it's not even that bad. It was more of again, it was more of me just wanting to make sure I experienced the whole game. Yeah. You know, in in a couple of hours. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like there's really no the reason I bring it up that way is like it's just like you lose grind progress and that yeah, sucks, you lose, but you lose like half you, your money. Yeah, it's not really it's not really something where you're missing out on part of the experience by losing your money. Well, not only that, but it's it's actually, a, I feel like it's an incredibly forgiving mechanic for an NES game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, because you, you can just keep playing forever. Yeah. Like, you can, you can buff your dudes up to the max. You can, mm-hmm. there's, I mean, there's not a you don't save lose system. stats. Exactly. Right, exactly. You just lose money. Right. So, so, like, so what cool. you do is you go into each town, you spend all all of your cash yep because once you buy once you buy stuff the stuff stays like those become you're basically you cashing buy, that in and it becomes permanent exactly yeah you're just investing because you can buy snacks and stuff you know what it is it is literally it is literally the same mechanic as spending your souls or your sin in in like dark souls. oh in dark souls yeah yep or in or in sekiro it's actually mm-hmm. more like sekiro because when you die in sekiro you lose half your money Oh, okay, yeah. There so, like, it's like, all right, buy stuff. Spend well, and in that. fact, if, if you have a, you, that could even be a cheap way to recover your life, too, mm-hmm. right? So if you spend all your money, then you go get yourself killed. You respawn in the t- the town, one oh, yeah. of the towns, with, with full life, and your money is, you just spent it, so who cares? You lost, like, you know, one or two bucks or whatever Intentional is. death is 100% part of the speedrun of this game. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because you do, like, there is a point where you have to backtrack. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do, yeah. Because you have to get to, uh, oh, God, what's the, what's Spike. the name of the, yeah. No, the, Spike, Slick? No, Slick's the bad guy. Yeah, Slick's the, the main the... bad. Shoot. No, Simon's the main S- bad guy. Well, oh, he goes sli- by Slick. Yeah. Blade, Blade. Yeah, yeah. Blade. Yeah, Blade's the dude in the park that you have to backtrack to. Wait, yeah, his name is Simon, but doesn't he sign off on the, the, the intro screen as Slick? Yes, he does. Is that I, just bad translation or I think it's bad translation, but I think that like, again, this is like the fifth game in this series or something like that. So I think that these are established characters. Uh, and I think that, that he's sense. using a moniker for sure. like, I think he's using slick as like a fake name. And then, you know, 
there's a whole Kono Dioda uh, reveal when you get to him. It's like, aha, it was me all along. No, <laughs> but it you have my doesn't girlfriend. mean anything because it's not a character that you've ever met before. So it doesn't matter. Dude, in the final boss's girlfriend, totally, totally. Uh, <laughs> she totally gives you all the info you need for the game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's like, I'm on your side, but I'm still with him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. I also like that the dialogue for the end of the game is, is, uh, uh, is, is you, you don't worry. She, she gets, or you got, you saved her in time for, um, so she can finish shopping. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 And then all of the, all of the delinquents went back to school and became honor students. <laughs> oh yeah. That too. Of course. Which is no, shut up. Yes. That's exactly that's how it not works. real discipline. Discipline. So, okay, so you want to know something funny? Um, yes. Did you, have you, I don't think you've played it, but did you watch me at all play River City Girls? Or have mm -mm. you seen no, any I missed, of it? No, I missed all of it. Okay. Have you seen any of it from anywhere? Other than some screenshots. I have it in my, my wish list on, on DekuDeals.com for when it goes on a good sale. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, you know the girl who shows up on the bridge fairly early on? Nope. No, in River City Ransom. Oh, yes, yes. You get to the bridge yeah, that's, and then that's there's the a little cutscene. She's like, oh, you have to get to the school. Yeah, that's 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 Slick's, that's Slick's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Or Simon's girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, So she is one of the playable characters in River City Girls. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right. So it's it's all of the it's it's literally all of the girls from the the river city ransom yeah she's actually like you don't know because we didn't get all the games in the series but she is actually like a primary character in the series mm -hmm. so like man this game must the, have been all so of cool the characters all of the bosses all the people that you run into right they're people that you recognize if you've been following from from the first one yeah they are all recurring characters that must have been fun i i, I like i like the idea of that I mean, cause I, you know, I'll get excited if, if they were to release some dumb game that it could, it could even be a bad game, but it has a bunch of characters in it that I, that I enjoy or I'm excited about. I'd be like, yeah, okay. I, I'd probably play that. Yeah. But this is actually a good game with characters that you could then recognize. Cause it's part of that, that series. I, I don't know. It's, it's really cool. It is. I think so. Um, I would, I would really like to play river city girls after playing this that was actually what i was thinking about while playing it is like you know i like this but it, it just it feels old which is of yeah. course a stupid thing to say um no but, but it, it does and especially in the platforming i think the combat is still fun but a lot of it just comes down to like mash your best attack until they stop blocking right and some yeah well and sometimes if you make a mistake oh man you might just get you might just get like comboed to death where yeah. you can't do anything the wombo is real Oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah, it really they, is. They, like they pick you up and they start throwing you around and then they just do it again. You're like, um, I can't do anything. <laughs> yep. So that sucks. That does suck. Uh, yeah, no, River City Girls is really, really good. And it's it's funny. Like it's actually written especially well. Um, mm, the dialogue yeah, like is they... really good. Like you can tell that uh, Bannon and the team that made River City Girls has like a real love for the series. Mm -hmm. like they care they care a lot and you know there's fun nods to to all the characters some of which honestly like like 
all of these characters are recurring characters in the series that I am basically meeting in their proper context for the first time. (laughs) Because I'm meeting them as Rocco and and Blade and Slick and like, that's not their name. (laughs) Thor. Yeah, Thor. God. (laughs) Oh, man. That's true. So playing River City Girls was kind of... I mean, it's weird because it's the end, <laughs> but but you're you're playing or well, not necessarily the end, but I believe it's the most recent one in the in this the River City storyline. But yeah. it's the first time that this you're River getting City all cinematic the, universe. Right, it's the first time you're getting all of the proper names. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, and it's it's like I almost want to go back. I almost want to go back to it and like draw the lines between like, okay, that was supposed to be this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I well, I'm excited to. I really am looking because I've I've had River City Girls. I've been curious about it for a long time, probably since you played it. I just didn't actually watch you play it like three years ago or two. years I'm ago I'm really glad that you didn't watch me play it because then you can actually experience it organically. It is so funny. Yeah, so I'm excited. And it about feels that. great to play. Like it is, it is probably one of the most technically fun beat 'em ups I've played in a long time. I imagine the two players actually. <laughs> a little bit better than the nes two player yes because <laughs> you you can i'm pretty sure you can turn friendly fire off but you can also like you've got juggle combos you can i mean you, you can know. also just probably play it on easy like if that's actually an issue usually there's like an an easy option or something I would well think. there's normal and hard but normal's pretty easy oh so they actually kept it like the english version of river city mm-hmm. ransom you know in japan there was an easy mode uh, in the game that they took out when they brought it here, which is weird. It's actually happened a few times that we've talked about in a couple other games. Yeah. I think in Scat, like it lost like half of the, <laughs> you had like half the lives and same with. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another game too. What was it? I think it was Peacekeepers. Peace. Yeah, Peacekeepers. That's right. That one had a huge, that was, that was also like half of the lives also. Yeah. Which is funny because it was you like hear a lot 30 of... down to 12 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is weird because most of the time you hear about how America got the easy versions or they didn't want to bring like Final Fantasy V over because they like, thought oh, it would be too, too hard. Right. It's too when, complicated. When, when really, I believe it actually was. We don't want to translate this. Yeah. <laughs> Based yeah. on what I'm seeing here where it's it has nothing to do with difficulty. They just didn't want to be bothered. And because and I don't know, because the remember, we looked at different the, there's different chipsets for the NES and the Famicom. So maybe easy mode couldn't fit or something weird like there's there's all these things yeah, that you don't think about yeah that because i didn't even i did not know that there were different versions of the nes chip even inside the any different nes cartridges based on when it was released it makes sense because you might need different kinds of memory or whatever it is for the game that they're playing but those are the types of like that's new that's that stuff we that we well i discovered i suppose i don't know if you knew about it that while doing this this yeah podcast, no that's really fun like, I've always known that there was, like, I've always known that there was, like, a difference in chipsets that affected, like, what games came here. Yeah. But I always thought about it in terms of, like, oh, we never got, like, Tales of Fantasia because it was an expensive as hell cartridge to produce because there's, like, digitized voices and crap on it and it's a gigantic game. Yeah. Um, And they were just, like, Tales of Fantasia has a full-ass anime opening. 
I know, dude. On a SNES game. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you okay, yeah, I get why they didn't bring us that or like Star Ocean or some of those really, really big, ambitious JRPGs when JRPGs were only had like a, a fledgling cult following here at is, that time. Is Tales of Fantasia available to purchase anywhere? Yeah. Yeah, it's out now. But the, the original Where? SNES version wasn't. It was re-released on Game oh, I know. Boy Advance. Oh, you mean but, like right right now? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know the Game Boy Advance one was out, but you said that the Game Boy Advance one wasn't I, yeah, as I good? Don't, it is literally not as good as the fan-translated version. <laughs> because there's like some there's like some saucy, fun, like anime shenanigans that happen yeah. in the game that the the official translation just takes all of the heart out of. Oh, okay. So if I if I was if I wanted to play through Tales of Fantasia, I'd be better off just honestly uh, grab the grab the grab the SNES ROM and the and the translation patch. Because that would be that might be a fun. I've always been curious about playing because I've liked a few of the Tales games and other ones are just kind of mediocre. But I, I always kind of wanted to play the the one that kind of started it all. Because I right Tales mm-hmm. of Fantasia is the first one, isn't it? Yeah, Fantasia is really really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, yeah, it is the first one, and it's it's. Well, okay, I can't say too much about it because, but it's it's really good. It does some it does some stuff that I wasn't used to at the time. Okay. Um. And again, <laughs> the uh, the writing is great. The uh, it there's stuff like there's a whole there's a whole like anime hot springs scene. <laughs> it's the <laughs> that whole fits in with like the let's games. keep on the girls while they're in the bath. Yeah, and it's you know. And then they don't do it and they get like, you know, they get their asses kicked because that's what happens in anime. Yeah, I was about but, to say that that was one of the episodes in. Uh, I mean, it's in a lot of anime, but it's the one that I'm thinking of anime. in Gurren Lagann. That's a pretty fun episode. But the when they put it on Netflix, that episode is censored and it's mm. censored in the strangest way ever where they have it be like a flashback to stuff that happened in episodes. But it's like episode seven. So it makes no sense what it's it's a very weird censoring like they don't have them doing the scenes they just have him like they, they kind of keep some of the story elements of that episode there but then just remove any of the saucy parts out mm-hmm. it's super weird i don't i don't know as we were watching that and i was like i don't remember because i was trying to show the anime to the cheese and i was like i don't this doesn't feel right i remember this episode being funny and this is just wrong yeah I, i'm am i misremembering it that's impossible and then i looked up i was like ah of course why am i watching anime on netflix <laughs> <laughs> there is there's one thing that I remember, and it's kind of the moment where I was like, oh, oh, this kind of sucks. What's that? Because I, I tried to play the GBA port of Tales of Fantasia, yeah. the actual official release. Mm-hmm. And um, and there is a scene on a you take a boat because that's what you do early in an RPG to get to towns yeah. because you just, you know, you're in a port. Well, they want, they want to show you how big the. Yeah, it's like how big the world is. Yeah. You need a boat. You need a boat. So you get on a boat and one of your party members gets drunk and falls asleep. Sure. So first As of they all, do. that's already not happening. Right. Oh, yeah. Like that's already like get drunk and pass out is not something that is going to be on the Game Boy Advance. No. But then at least in the fan translation, and I assume the fan translation is trying to keep things true to form and not just making shit up. Um, girl ha- starts having sex dreams and moaning loudly about people who are at the table with her. 
and they're just trying to have a conversation about well, like what's going on with the plot. Right. And she is just she's just doing she... this next to them. And they're like, this is really awkward. Should we like should we like take her to a room or something? This is this is kind of weird. And like everyone just kind of blushes and is like, I don't I don't know what to do. What do we what do we do? What do we, what do we do? What do we do? This is oh, man. And so the the official translation just takes that whole thing and makes it she's seasick. Oh. That yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's a funny it's like a funny awkward bit that's that I really like in the game. It's, you know, it's just a funny scene that yeah, they just, just boil down to like, oh yeah, she's like she's laying like face down on the table and then like every so often just like throws her head back. And the the dialogue is like, oh, I feel sick. Oh, God. That that changes the that changes. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, but that 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 doesn't just change it like a, the the meaning that that even changes to how the, how you feel about the character then, too, because. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's way, 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 way different. Yeah, because like the girl's personality is like kind of saucy, kind of flirty. Right. And, um, oops. Yeah. And it just, it just throws that in the fire. Yeah. So like, like it was, it's part of it is just like, you know, these characters, like in this translation, these characters are unrecognizable to me having played the other version and they just have a lot less personality. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if I'd kept going, they, they do a good job of just like recontextualizing those personalities. Sure. And on the other hand, like I played it when I was like 17, 18. So I might be more turned off by the whole like anime archetype. Like maybe, maybe they're not as well written as I remember, but like, I remember having a lot of fun with them. Well, I mean, there's, there's lots of those moments that where you play an old game and you're like, oh, I really liked how this was written or this was really great before. And then you watch it now or read it now. And you're like, Oh, well, yeah, yep, I'm cringing that now. Just, that might've just been my, the time for me. Yeah. <laughs> like it was my first instance of X. And then you see it again. You're like, Oh no, that's, that's not yep. as great as I thought it was actually kind of bad. <laughs> actually, that's just kind of cringy. <laughs> yep. So it's, it, it may very much be that. Because... Well, but that's not the point. The point is, is that you should be able to decide how you feel about how the story should be written. Not, not like a weird translation deciding for you and making it forcefully bad, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, 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 you're not really trying to defend the the moment in terms of it being the best moment in games. You're mostly just saying the other moment is not even a good substitute for it. Yeah. Cause it, it changes it. It, it not only changes that scene, but it also messes up the character development. Yes. Of, of her and how the other characters didn't think about her. Right. Like yes. it's, it, it's, it's such a, it's a complete derailing actually. And it seems like it that's a minor, it seems like that should be minor, but I feel like it's not. It actually feels like that's fairly substantial, especially if it happens pretty early on in the game. Cause then it becomes more memorable. Well, because that like, that is a part of her, like that's a part of her personality. Like, right. She's, she's kind of spicy, you know, like that's who she is. That's how she, that's how she, conducts herself and i just like it wasn't so much that they botched that scene particularly it's that like that sets the tone for like who she is as a person 
Totally, yeah. And a lot of the uh, there's a lot of humor and a lot of gags that are based on that are based on like her just being who she is. And if yeah, they and if, if they take like the that. teeth out of that early scene that establishes that, then like how are they going to make the rest of it work? Probably mm-hmm. not as well. Or it's going to be something really silly like oh they're best friends or or whatever it is like mm-hmm. it would be something weird as opposed to something that would make you laugh because it's uncomfortable there is in, in a in an anime way <laughs> i don't know how much more i should tell you about it if you're interested in playing but there's i will say that there are other scenes that are you know related to her personality that sure are very <laughs> i don't know they would have to completely rewrite it Right. No, I get I, I I don't know specifically what you're talking about, obviously, but I've seen enough anime or it's not can... it's probably not what you're thinking. OK, OK, but, but it's, it's still I've yeah. seen enough censorship, I suppose, in anime, not even yes. just sex stuff. I mean, like in general where, where it's not censorship, but it's sometimes it's sometimes it's just somebody deciding that this would make a better story this way mm-hmm. than the way that it was written, because Americans have different. You yeah. Know, likes and dislikes and stuff which i do understand and i can appreciate but for me it's it's sort of i can just get i i'd I'd prefer to just kind of get into the head of how a japanese person would think about watching this just as much as if i was watching something from another culture i'd think about it from their perspective or try to because that's sort of what that's kind of the fun of watching things that are unique to a culture right 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 so yeah that's that's kind of my take on the situation and looking back on it like if I look back on it now, there's probably bits of it that are cringy, but... It's, oh, I bet, yeah. But at the same time, like, it's how I remember it, and the, I remember the characters being really well... Um, I remember the characters being really well-written, really well-characterized, and even now, like, 20 years later, I remember who everyone is. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember those characters, and I remember who they are as characters. That says a lot. I mean, honestly. And it's a game I played once. So, like, I, you know, and I just playing like five to ten hours of the of the uh, re-release of it in the official translation, I didn't feel any of those story beats or those character beats as strongly. So, like, I wouldn't I I would not recommend that version. Also, SNES to GBA is, you know, a lot. It doesn't even look as good graphically. Yeah, I can see that. Especially since Tales of Fantasia is a 64 megabit game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big boy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, how much of this podcast has actually been devoted to River City Ransom? Like twenty minutes? About yeah. I think that's fine. <laughs> it's good. Play it, but play. But if you want to play a game that does all the same stuff, but looks and plays better and feels better and is more modern and has better writing, <laughs> just play River City Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's 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 how i feel about it i haven't played River city girls but yes it's i mean it takes the same formula <laughs> but gives it voice acting and just all around better mechanics in every way yeah yeah that's 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 uh and really 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 fun pixel art uh ku actually is the person who did uh a good bunch of the of the pixel art for river city girls and she's fantastic okay um yeah, I've seen some of the stills from the game and some of the stills from when they're in shops and stuff, and it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, the the animations, like the attack animations are are 
really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've I've watched a bunch of them just on loop, and it like the move sets are just fun. Like I mean, that's what because they're, they're not like most of them are not like standard just fighting punch kick move sets. Like, right, Kyoko's move set is all like it's all kind of sports related. She does like oh, a, so she does it's like themed. a lot of like volleyball sets and stuff like that. All right, all right, this sounds cool. She's got like a she's got like a whole like volleyball set spike combo that she can do, but she's doing it to like a person. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I it's, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, I like it's, this. It's super fun, and she's voice acted by Kira Buckland, who really, really badly wants to play Jolene Cujo when uh, Part Six of JoJo comes out. <laughs> and so she she does a she literally does her test her test run of ora 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 ora, 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 ora. <laughs> on a uh, on like a kick combo <laughs> it's it's full of fun stuff like that yeah i'm 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 i'll definitely pick it up when it when it i i wanted to get it when it was like 50% off just cuz it's an older game and i feel like once you've waited this long there's that part of you that's like yes. yeah i can I if you're just not wait getting it in, like, the first month that it comes out, you might as well just wait till it's on sale. It yeah, goes on it's sale on... for, like, 30% off fairly often. I was about to say that, yeah. I think it was on sale for, uh, like, uh, $10 off about, I think, just a couple days ago, actually. But I, I was, I had that, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I could get it, and it would be, I know I'd be happy about it, but I want to, <laughs> I want it to go down, like, five more dollars, and then I it know, will feel right? like a steal, which is stupid, because it's five dollars. I know, like, I know. Uh, that's just it's a sandwich it's it's you know what that's just how it goes especially because i have to play pokemon snap this week i know that's like two days it's yeah it is i was gonna say it's tomorrow but it's not no i you the reason i'm thinking it's tomorrow is because tomorrow actually tomorrow is the day that i'm going out of town and so therefore cannot pick it up until the end of the weekend can't can't you buy it there if you get it or if you got a digital it's already pre-ordered oh gotcha and we'd have to like we'd have to like cancel the pre-order and it's just like it's too much trouble and i'm not gonna have any time to play it there anyway and i'll probably stream it when i get back okay 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 yeah i'm I'm, (laughs) i really liked the first one and i just want to know if i actually liked the game or if there was just something weird about the time that i wanted to play pokemon snap because i I mean it was like the first pokemon game that was on a home console so i think everyone freaked out just for that reason Yes, what I mean is I don't know if I actually care about Pokemon Snap at all or or what. So I'm I'm excited to see. And it's Leticia's first time playing it. So even if I don't have fun playing it as much, she'll have fun playing it. So I think Pokemon Snap got like the Wind Waker treatment where everyone was really excited because it was like the first game in that franchise on that console. Mm -hmm. And then everyone was like, oh, this isn't what I wanted at all. (laughs) And so it took a lot. I of can heat only for imagine, that, but then how in mad retrospect, everyone was like, "Oh no, I love it though." Yeah, because I liked it when it. I actually liked it when it first came out. I thought it was cool, but I was also, I don't know, I knew what it was, and I get excited about if it's a, it's it's <laughs> right. If it's a franchise you know and like, you're gonna like what they put out sometimes, even if it's not at all what you think it should be. <laughs> that that will happen occasionally, and then other times you'll have the people that flip out because it's not exactly what they. Yeah thought it should be right i don't know i will say that reviews of uh the review embargo seems to have been listed today uh, lifted today because i actually showed it to jesse earlier it is like eights and 8.5s and up nice 
So I do think it's actually going to be a fun game. IGN gave it a 10, but who cares? Yeah, well, I was about to say ratings, most ratings are kind of, they're almost meaningless because the yeah. scale is not really out of 10. It's really out of like three. Yep. <laughs> so 8.5 might mean it's a middle of the road game because God forbid a game gets like a seven or a six, then you might yeah. as well never play it. Like what, <laughs> like what was this, uh, what was this game? How much money did this game cost to make and how much advertising does it have? <laughs> yeah. that determines whether you're going to be in like the eight to 10 range or like the five to seven range. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, it's, it's been like this forever. This is not a new thing. There was an old game magazine. I think it was game fan. And they, they, they like, they, uh, uh, they, they gave a very critical review of final fantasy eight. Um, okay. And I believe they were like blacklisted from getting, mm-hmm. uh, square enix or square titles i don't think i don't think yeah just square titles for for like their next yeah it's like the next few games we can do a whole podcast about how the game journalism and review industry is really just treated by developers and publishers as free pr and as soon as they don't get the pr they want they just cut them off yeah so that that's a whole thing but i i don't want to get into it right now no, especially because that's talking... another hour we've we've talked so much about river city ransom we should we should probably stop anyways it's it's just i mean i feel like we talked more about the franchise than the actual game i know which i think is fine no i i was yeah i know i was just i was being dumb (laughs) hey listen if you have a switch and you have switch online then you have river city ransom yeah, I would play, play even if you just play it for you even should. if you just play it for thirty minutes. It's 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 cool, and you can just it's it's definitely a it's definitely a good game for its age. I yeah. think there. I I think it's fair to say it hasn't aged particularly well. It's not like it Mario hasn't. Three there... that you can just play Mario Three and it's like yeah, I'm playing a Mario game, no big deal. Um, I think that the big thing in River City Ransom is just the idea that there's action RPG elements open worldness yeah open world open world uh traversing and our action rpg elements in what is ultimately a side-scrolling beat-up it's not stage-based it is actually like exploration and and just like it's based on like exploration and just finding stuff Mm -hmm. rather than just beat up all the guys walk far enough to the right here's the boss stage clear yeah so it's, it's cool it's cool it's definitely worth checking out but there are games that have like that was really novel and interesting for the time. There are games that have taken that formula and done it way, way, way better since, mm-hmm. including River City Girls, which is just an upgraded version of that altogether. And also the Scott Pilgrim game. Yeah, I have not ever played the Scott Pilgrim game, but I know people really love it. You basically have now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Because it's 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 definitely draws inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i say that in a good way because i feel like this is a really good formula and i'm glad that it's being refined and developed upon because like you know action rpg and stat based leveling in a beat-em-up is fun it's really fun yeah D- make more of it yeah I'm, I'm i'm for it so we have no idea what we're playing next week i don't not think. a clue Excellent. i'm gonna be gone for the latter for well I say the latter half of the week, but it's really mostly just the weekend. It's mostly the weekend, yeah. It's just like an extended weekend. It's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Weekend plus. But, uh, yeah. So I'll it'll figure, be another surprise. We've got like a week and a half to figure it out. 
I'm going to bring yeah. the switch and see if I can actually get into anything. Maybe one of the maybe one of the Breath of Fire's or are you playing those on stream now? I don't remember what. I don't think I can justify playing Breath of Fire on stream at this point. Now that I've got like three long ass games I have to finish. Well, Terranigma, I think, will be finished fairly soon. But like you Cross Code like is now dragged hours. for like an hour for like a month and a half for an hour. Yeah. Whoops. Um, Cross Code is dragged for like a, a month and a half. And it was supposed to just be a quick new game plus playthrough, which turned whoops. into like a 100 percent playthrough. Yeah, you couldn't resist. It's just fun. It's just fun to jump around and do the platforming puzzles. I just like it. Mm-hmm. But like the whole point of it was like, let's do a quick plot run through the game so that we can play the DLC. So I still need to play the DLC. Right. So that's still on the that's still on the docket. I think I probably only have like two, maybe three streams left of uh, Terranigma. That game is not actually two. very long. No, it's not. Because you've played it for about 10 hours. Something like that, yeah. Which is like six and a half hours if you were just not streaming it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like basically take like 25 to 50% away. And that's like, that's the difference between like streaming hours versus non-streaming hours. <laughs> yeah. So you got, yeah, like two or three seems reasonable with what's yeah. left. Something like that. Um, Maybe we'll Nier's go going to a... take a long time. Yeah, Nier, We've Nier's only scratched least... the surface. Nears at least 60 to 80 hours. And I really want to play Disco Elysium. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which is something that I am definitely, definitely, definitely back burnering until I'm done with all this other stuff. And I also have a backlog of like four or five requests to get to. Which but I those are I'm only single days, take, right? I think I'm probably just going to take a week and just be like, okay, it's request week. Yeah, like that. Because then if there's one that we that you really like, we can keep going with it. And... Yeah, absolutely. Because I think one of them was Legend of Dragoon. It is. That's one of the first a, ones I need to get to, actually. It's a pretty good game. I, I never finished it, but I got to, I actually almost got. So I almost never start RPGs and then not finish them like that just doesn't happen for me. But for some reason, this game, I got to really close to the end and just stopped. I don't remember what happened. I, I think I I was playing it up north like we had a we had a camper thing that we mm -hmm. would go to and we had a little TV and I was playing it there like for a week straight. And then when we got home, I just never went back to it for some reason. Oh, but it's huh. a cool one. I, that was a game that I had heard about and I was really into RPGs at the time. And I, I think I've told the story probably a dozen times before, but it's, it's the one that I asked for for Christmas and didn't get. Okay. Yeah. And like, I kept asking for it and I just, I just never ended up getting it. And then, you know, ended up, getting other you know then like ff10 came out and i was like okay right. well i guess i'll play that yeah. and then you just kind of move on past it and it's like all right i've got other stuff to play i guess i just won't play that one but it's always mm -hmm. one that i was curious about and i'd heard good things about so i'm excited to get to it i just you know it's been one of those things where it's like well i gotta finish what i'm doing now and then i'll just have a flash of inspiration i'm like i should play this i want to play this and it's like, well, I have to finish this now before I get to any of this other stuff. <laughs> and I've done that like three times with like, okay, I have to finish this. But wait, I want to play that now. <laughs> right. It's always like well, this thing's at the top of the list for months. And then when it comes time to actually pick a new game, it's like new shiny. Yeah. Pokemon Snap comes out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm probably going to have Jesse play that actually. Oh, you can you could do like a. Are you going to do it on stream or do you think you'll do a video or you're not sure? We should probably on the podcast. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I 
I don't know. Yeah, it would be super fun to do Pokemon Snap for the podcast, actually. The original one? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I could see that. I was just thinking about if I wanted to download an emulator to play it, because I don't I couldn't be able to, I don't want to like hook up my 64 or something. Yeah, that's true too. But yeah, that could be cool. Even if I to be honest, I probably played it enough where if I watched you play it, we would have more than enough to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, that could I- be fun. It's just an idea. I mean, I like that game. It's a very fun game. For as for as simple and straightforward as it is, like it's just a rail shooter with like eight stages. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a horrible game on paper. <laughs> but it's fun. A I don't rail, care. A rail shooter where you don't actually have to shoot anything. <laughs> but I don't know, just like finding the little the different interactions and all the hidden Heck stuff yeah. of like Oh, I am not know. complaining. I am I am It's there's more to it than it seems like there is, but like trying to explain it to someone is just like no, that's not yeah, boring. Take, you, you take pictures of, of, of Pokemon. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you throw, and you then throw you take fruit him to at Professor them. Oak, and he's like, "Wonderful, wonderful." <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll figure oh, out what God. we're going to play next week, and uh, I think we can leave it here for now. Yeah, sounds good. That but, uh, uh, the you know I didn't get to say it, and I don't know how it's possible because it's one of the better aspects of the game. Actually, and oh, yeah. I just want to say it as we leave. the The music is great let's i i messed up a segue (laughs) that's the the music is good listen to it now (laughs) 